everybody. Welcome to Street Fight Radio. Hope you're having a good night. It's time for a street fight, and we're taking your calls. That number to dial is 614-655-3887. We'll, we want to hear from you all the way until midnight. Let us know what's going on in your life. Uh, dare officers, bad bosses, weird work situations, activism, causes, whatever it may be. This is the place to be on Sunday nights. Listen to the Street Fight Call-In Show. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We're the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We've been doing this for 10 years now, spreading this mess across the U.S. Here in Columbus on WCRS, local community radio. Tune in to them to hear Street Fight in your area if it's Columbus, Ohio, inside 270. Uh, You can also find us on Patreon.com slash street fight radio if you want to support the show if you like what we do if you don't if you like that we don't have ads and we don't tell you to to buy stupid products uh well support the show patreon.com slash street fight radio a monthly subscription gets you access to premium audio video and visual content like you've never seen before a whole goddamn library of it if you haven't done it today's the day street fight radio on patreon and if you want t-shirts stickers pins and more store.streetfightradio.com has everything your heart desires so support the show in those many ways uh the cm ruiz shirts are ordered they got to go to the art people that usually takes a few days hope to have them here by may and then i'll keep you all updated as we go along this process thank you for being here once again how's it going brian i'm going crazy but i feel okay you know that's good, but I'm twitchy. I'm 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 having a twitchy couple days here. I think I forgot to take some medicine, so I'm dealing with what they call, I believe, brain zaps. Okay, which is great, great. It's good that I'm on medicine that can. If I miss it, I have to get brain zaps. Yeah, that worries me. That's why I stay away from some of the harder stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't want those withdrawals. Yeah, it's uh, uh, I it's something I I thought it was as needed, but I guess I gotta take it. So, or maybe you as needed too much. Yeah, it's possible, but they told me that it would be okay to as needed too much. Okay, you okay. know, yeah, they said like this stuff isn't that big of a fucking deal, is what I was told. So, okay, I'm just twitchy. I don't know what's going on. Uh, makes me feel miserable, but I'm also like not having anxiety attacks. So it's just kind of like, okay, whatever. I guess I'll twitch for a yeah. couple days. Misery instead of anxiety. Yeah. 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 I just can't change. sleep. You got to change things up. Yeah. I just can't sleep. That's all it is. As soon as I start to fall asleep, it's like, Hey, your arm wants to move. Your leg wants to move. And it's like, motherfucker, man. I've been sleeping like a baby. Oh. This week has been so fucking like emotionally exhaustive. Like I don't even understand it. Like I'm not even, I don't even feel it happening. And on Friday night I drank one beer and then I fell asleep and yeah. I've taken naps like every single day in the middle of the afternoon, Charlotte has to wake me up and say, Hey, I'm hungry. I want something to eat. Cause I've just been like off to dreamland, uh, quite a bit. Yeah, I'm going to bed before midnight, which I have not done for a very long time. Yeah, I did that last night. I felt like a real fucking loser when I did it, you know? No, I don't know. I I don't I I mean, I don't mind it. You know, I I prefer it than to like not being able to go to bed, I would say. Yes, I I will say I, I can agree with that. Yeah, I just was like it was like 1130 and I was like, I'm fucking tired. 
You know, I walked like 25 miles yesterday in the rain like an idiot. Yeah. So I wore myself out. I'm having a real prolific time. I'm like on an upswing. This is my first week to myself. Um, I have an apartment full of crap. Like I was, it feels like it's just weird because it feels like all like this house is still in order, but like all of my shit just got like gathered up and like thrown (laughs) into another fucking room. So now I have like this whole room full of stuff I have to deal with. Um, but I, uh, I was shopping earlier this week and I went to Marshall's and I saw this citrus juicer and I saw this teapot. I had like, I have no money for those things. I'm trying to get the basics and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to save up. This is a goal of mine. I want to get these things. And on Saturday, Worthington did this thing called pre-cycle where basically everybody just takes all their trash and lays it out in front of the house and you can go grab it for free. And I shit you not, I found the Cuisinart citrus juicer that I wanted and a fucking tea kettle on nice. Saturday. It was like the best. It was the, I manifested that shit. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm in, I'm in a good rhythm. I feel like things are going my way. Uh, the universe is giving me the shit I need to have iced tea, you know, and to have, uh, you know, all the things I need. Yeah, that's so nice. That's the other thing I got. Nice to have iced tea. Juice. To, to have tea, to have fresh squeezed orange juice, cold pressed juice. One baby. of the best, one of the only joys in my life is orange juice just just made from fucking orange juice. It takes a ton of them. Yeah, it takes a fucking few pounds of them, but man, nothing fil- nothing uh, hits the spot better for me. Yeah, so, I'm I'm on an upswing. That's great. That's great. It's good to hear. I'm on an upswing myself. I think maybe I don't know. You know, my eating is is good. I'm doing good on the eating. That's That's good. the first thing I thought was causing my twitchiness. And like it's weird. You're eating too good too fast? Uh I thought I was missing something. You uh, know? Pizza in the middle of the night or a whole box of That's oh, what oh, I was oh, wondering. Little I was like, Debbie's. Is it like sugar? Am I missing sugar? But I'm like, no, I'm still eating a shitload of sugar. You know? You got to. Yeah. I love sugar. We all love it. Yeah, it's great. And uh, I don't know. I thought it was a vitamin or a mineral, you know? It's like one of these minerals I'm not getting. You sure. Know? You, you Sometimes you'll just find out, like, if I just take a couple minerals and everything's going to be okay. Right. You know? Just if you sprinkle a few minerals in water, in a tonic water. Yeah, I do uh, uh, magnesium. Okay. Sometimes. That's a it's hot. It's just like, I'll have to get some magnesium in me, yeah. I think, and it'll make me feel better. And it usually cures the problem I'm having. Okay. I get it like once a year where I get like real twitchy for like a couple days. And then like I take some magnesium, it all fucking cools down. So you already know what to do. Why are you worried about? I don't know. This is old hat. I'm worried about You're everything. You're in the cut. You're in your own element. Like, you know what's up. Yeah. Oh, I hate the twitch, though. I hate the twitchiness. That's the worst of my feelings that I, can, I get every I, year. How could they? All, how could they? How could you pick one of the worst? They're all the worst. I mean, how could you choose one? It's like choosing a favorite child. They're all the worst. Yeah, but some of them you can sleep like almost too much. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, it's the depression right now. I sleep like fifteen hours, but that one's fine with me because it's like I love sleeping. Yeah. It's a great feeling. Yeah. But when you can't sleep, that's a problem. That's a problemo. Yeah. I mean, you just got to roll with it. 
Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to roll with. I've been watching billions all night. Okay, that's. I'm I don't a, know if that's rolling with it. I'm a billions guy now. I wouldn't call that rolling with it. It <clears> is <throat> rolling with it. I'm seeing what the billionaires do. What do billies do? That's oh, you're what they call to... billionaires. No, they don't. That's what billies do. Billionaires. Yeah, you're Billy. You're doing Billy shit. Yeah. You know what they do? They always win by being the coolest motherfucker in the world. The first three episodes have a mention of Metallica in them, and then James Hetfield just shows up in one. And the guy's like, what do you do to turn it all off in your brain? And James Hetfield's just like, I play. And then they start playing fucking a jammer live. One in Dead or Alive. They start playing one of their songs, and I can't remember what the song was, but they play it in... Until it sleeps? It, no, I don't remember the song, but they do play it in the backstage area just for the billionaire guy and his friends. Okay. They're like, hey, Private Sash, Unforgiven 3. Yeah. No, I don't remember. Oh, God damn. Now I we're Unforgiven 3. But then in the next episode, he's like driving real fast on the road and they play fucking Master of Puppets after he like blows up a big business deal. Okay. And they're like master of puppets. And then like the second episode, he's wearing a Metallica shirt. And I'm like, the writers of this show fucking love Metallica. Yeah, it's really turning everybody off Metallica. Yeah. Yeah, the billionaire guy is just the biggest Metallica fan that's ever lived. Yeah, well, that, I understand that. I'm a, I'm a successful guy. Coolest guy in the room. Everybody wants to be me. Everything's going my way. If I think about something and I don't have enough money, it just shows up at a fucking yard sale. So yeah. I know that life. That's, yeah. that's why I'm down with the head. Pet man myself. Yeah, it's such a fucking dumb show because it's like really, really, really dumb guy stuff, but it's about like financial trades and shit like that. Yeah. So, like, people probably watch it and they're like, this is what the financial industry is like. And it's like, it's probably actually not because this show is incredibly stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, some would say waste of time. And no. It's not a waste of time. It's a wonderful I mean, said program. some. I didn't, I didn't just... I didn't the wonderful... Everyone. It's it's It has everyone. definitely taken the Shields spot for me. Where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is stupid. Oscars are happening right now, but I don't know any of the movies. I think I've seen like three of the movies, you know? It's yeah. like, uh, uh, I saw... Uh, Judah and the Black Judas and the Black Messiah. I watched okay. that. I didn't see that one. I did watch that. And then uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. I couldn't stay up for that one. Not really in there anyway. I have to. I have to try it again. I loved it. Um, I watched um, this movie called A Cult Is My Passport. Like a a gun is my passport. Okay, it's like a six. It's from 1967. It's like a Japanese yakuza like crime movie. Um, I'm really into those right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that was good. I recommend that one. Uh, there's this fucking sweet part where they're having a shootout in the desert and like fucking rolling on the ground and taking shots at each other. And it all has that like spaghetti Western type sound where it's just like the bullets are just, it's like they shot a bullet. Yeah. In like a room full of spittoons and tin cans and pots and pans. Yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Oh, I also saw promising young woman. That's another movie. I yeah, I don't know that one either. Yep. And that's it. Pretty much. There is even a movie about heavy metal. And I was like, I'm not watching that. I want to watch that one. The Sound of Heavy Metal. Yeah. I'll check it out. I thought it might kick ass because it was about heavy metal, but it's actually not like 
as kick-ass as it sounds, it seems like. It seems like a movie where you, like, learn something. It's okay. not like a heavy metal movie where it's like, oh, man, these guys rock. This is a heavy metal dude. Heavy metal guys learn stuff. They want to learn <laughs> stuff. They're nerds. They're geeks. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I would love them to not. You know, okay. I'd love it to just be a movie about a badass dude. You just want to have 90 minutes of like tough guys at a club pushing people around. Yep. Playing heavy metal. It's like heavy metal plays. Yeah. Heavy metal's playing. And then the guy is just like, are you fucking ready to rock? You know what I mean? Where they curse at you from Uh the stage all the time. Are you motherfuckers ready to rock? Yeah. Are you motherfuckers ready to go home? I I wish Jonathan Davis starred in The Sound of Metal. That would have been good. Okay. That I could have used. Yeah. Maybe they could just hand it to different different figures in metal to to craft like their own artistic vision of what the sound of metal actually is you that's know that's true yeah i've been listening i have my playlist today my get going playlist i have one called riff city it's just all 70s and 80s fucking rock and roll it's zz top thin lizzy motorhead uh judas priest ufo if you ever hear me playing that, like I'm ready to steamroll somebody. Nice. Like, like I'm in a I'm in a good mood. I was doing Ice Cube on the way here. I'm just really going hard on some Ice Cube for some reason. Oh, I haven't listened to Ice Cube in a long time. Me neither. Not since, since I had a tape deck in my car. I just got like the urge to hear Ghetto Bird. Whose is that? That's got to be me. It's gonna be me. Um, yeah, and then the other thing I saw this week that's a little fucked up is uh yeah, Brian. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Elon Musk hosting Saturday Night Live, like, that's got to suck, you know? That's a that's a real crummy thing that's happening. Like, Saturday Night Live is the shittiest, worst thing, you know? Like, what know. is Elon Musk going to do on Saturday Night Live? Point at memes? I mean, get people to talk about it. It's all that that's matters. True. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter if you watch it, really. They got us. They did you get just us. Got, got, got well, I hate Elon Musk, though. Who He's cares? He's just a turkey. Who That's cares? how I feel about him. He's a big, fat turkey. Sure. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I hate all the rich guys. So I'm No, just... you don't. You watch TV shows that valorize them. Oh, no. That doesn't valorize him. He's a billy. He's a billy. But he worked his way up from nothing to get a billion dollars. Or a few billion. He's sure. Like one of the richest they guys actually, in the world. They actually all did. And he does real yeoman's work as a hedge fund manager. You know, he works oh. really hard ah. funding hedges. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Axe capital. I mean, heck, I couldn't do it. You know, I, I know. Could, I, that kind of pressure. I couldn't live with it. So hey, I feel, man. I this- know why you get a billion dollars. I couldn't live with that. I couldn't watch a graph go up and down and, and figure out where it's going to go. My goodness. Well, that's the thing about him is like he looks at the numbers, man. And like shit. Ha- he's like, I see the numbers in ways that other people don't. He has emotions about him. Yeah. He yeah. loves those numbers, dude. Yeah, strong, strong feelings. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean that, and that's why you're rewarded. You know, who, who wants to think about numbers all day? They, they're, they're billionaires because they're geniuses. They just start crunching numbers all day long. It's all they do. It's sitting just doing quadratic equations and Pythagorean theorems and everything, just constantly doing the, the work to, to earn a million dollars. Like they're mining in their mind. They're mining reality with their brain to create fiat crypto. Which is a billion dollars. If I'm saying that, if I'm saying that, like, the billions guy, he cheats a lot. So if that's true, it's really mostly insider trading that gets a person rich. Exactly. I believe. 
Yes, I mean, absolutely. I imagine because I can't imagine another way to win Close in to this be- world without knowing that, like, hey, this business is inventing a new kind of milk, and yeah. then you do you. <laughs> Get as close to the purse strings as you can is basically the system. Yeah. Yeah. The more, the more take you can bring in, the the better information you get. Yep. And then guys just tell you like their company is about to fucking invent a, I don't know. It's all pesticides and stuff in this show. It's just like, Jesus Christ. I can see why you watch it. Yeah. 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 Well, I like the, I like the edgelord stuff. Oh yeah, that's, that's, a, what that's that. Is. Now that's a now that's some. That's why I I can't turn that down. If you tell me it's there's edge lord stuff too, I gotta show up. <laughs> that's I mean, what that's I show up my, for. That's my CTV. That's what the B man. That's the only thing this, you can get me to show up is wow. edge lord TV show. Yeah, you're you really know? crafting the perfect TV show here. I do, I do. I mean, I don't care about financial crime. Well, I do care about financial crimes. I don't care about how they happen. And I don't care what really happens in a billionaire's life. But I do care that the guy that's trying to prosecute him is a submissive. And uh, sometimes he just does, like, some dirty sex stuff with, like, things that shock him and stuff like that. So okay, that's cool. I dig that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that's a t- trope, I guess. Um, I, have a good, I have a good one. I have something else, sorry, on a different related thing, kind of, but not really. Um, I was with Charlotte this weekend a whole bunch because it's my weekend. And she's playing Roblox like crazy. And she started watching this streamer that she wants, that she now watches her stream. And she, I was like, I came upstairs and like, Hey, what's going on? And she was like, Oh my God, there was this creepy cop that took Rachel hostage and took her down into a basement because he liked her. And then someone else had to come save her. And she tells me this whole thing. And I was like, wait, where did this happen? She's like, this was on Roblox. And then I was like, okay. And so I did tell her that cops were creeps and I told her that like that they are, you can't trust people that just say that they're the police or that they have a badge. Like there's a lot of weirdos that, you know, pretend to do that stuff. And then, and that we don't like the cops. I had like just a basic and she, she didn't listen to any of it. She just wanted me to shut up so she could play more. Mm. But then the next day I go upstairs and I was like, what's going on kiddo? And she's like, we're spying on the police. I'm, I'm a criminal. And we're all, I found a bunch of criminals and I have a camera and we go and we take pictures of the police. We're trying to break people out of prison. And then she started telling me about how she was running away from the cops and how they slammed into the house. And then she backed out and closed the garage door on them. And this whole high speed chase that she got into in a matter of like one weekend of playing Roblox. She's playing GTA Roblox. (laughs) It is, it is so, it's like the Sims. Um, and also it, the Sims GTA, all of it. It's, it's everything. It's very wild game. But the only thing I like about it is that she started chatting with kids on there too. And so she does ask about words. And this is the most, in, this is the most, uh, interest she's, she's shown in like writing sentences and stuff is so that she can talk to kids on Roblox. Yeah. Yeah. That'll say, get Hey, you. do you have, do you have any cool uh, accessories I can borrow? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, that'll teach her though. Now it's time to fucking learn how to read because I want to chat on the internet. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm a bad dad, but um, it's what she's into. Like, she's built for it. She loves it. She's like, and I'm there with her. Like, I pay attention to all this stuff. The cop thing had was cracking me up. I couldn't fucking believe it. Uh, I never, like, looked at what Gwen was looking at on the internet. I never really, like, thought it was that big of a fucking deal. You know, I kind of was like, hey, man, don't... uh 
don't meet people from the internet without telling me is all I said to her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, she's, I don't know. People think, I guess it's like wasting your time or it's like, uh, you know, rotting your brain. But it's she, it's so weird that it's like she lives, she has a whole like life in there. She goes to work. She'll go and do a shift at a pizza shop to make money. And she'll go and make pizzas for like a whole afternoon <laughs> and then go buy accessories for her house. It is, it is like video games on steroids there. And everybody's like under 14 years old. And it's, uh, it's a fucking really weird architecture. It's awesome. That's great. It's, it's so That's weird. It's great. Yeah. Gwen did a lot of stuff like that. I, I never really had much of a problem with any of that stuff. She watched all that YouTube shit and yeah, it was like, whatever, you know, she ended up normal. She's yeah. Alive. I mean, every the reason that I don't mind is because millions of other kids are there. So she's going to grow up with other millions of kids that did the same thing that joined either. Like, were you a criminal or a cop on Roblox? That's going to be like on the social media in 15 years from now. Yeah. You know, like, so, like we got receipts. We can find your old Roblox account. Were you a cop or a criminal? Yeah. Yeah. I, is it like guided? No, it's so it's or do they make this shit up? It's open world architecture. So basically Roblox is kind of like Minecraft in a way in that there's all of these Lego pieces and all of these there's just basically you can build a world and you can make different games in it. So there is an infinite number of games and there's a and there's a currency in the game called Robux and there's people that are making, you know, thousands of dollars a month by running, by creating a game of freeze tag on Roblox. That's the number one game of freeze tag. All the kids go there. Basically, you're, you're it or you're not and you run away from each other and, or you go and you play like piggy, which is this game where someone's a serial killer pig and chases the rest of you down. Or you do fashion show. Like it's, it's a completely open world sandbox, but it allows people to create their own levels and, and mini games in a way. And she, it just wants to do cops and robbers. That's no, she does everything. That was just, that was where her get down today, like this weekend. But she, um, she goes to, she goes to high school. She's this, she goes this one called like Brookhaven or something like that. And it's just where you go and like go to science class and like, uh, earn intellectual points and, go and check your locker and get an apple to eat. And like, she just goes, it's just the Sims. I did the same thing. Like at a later, it's the Sims. It's just, it's weird to see a little kid do it. (laughs) And it's so easy. And it's so easy and second nature for her. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That does sound fun. I mean, yeah, these kids got to learn how to use the internet. That's all they're going to do when they get older. Right. Well, man, my feelings about it is like, yeah, this is the world she's being, you're not going to like you. I could like, shun all of technology and go live a com- uh, and prim live if I wanted to spend my money that way. But uh, no, like I'm fully, I'm of this world. Like I'm in this world and I'm of this world. And I, and that's why I feel like too, is like, you got to know what you got to know this, the, the world that we're in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not of this world. Is got my weed appointment tomorrow. Cool. So that's fun. I got my second shot appointment tomorrow. It's the same thing. Weed shots. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be all right. It's not that bad. What? You did a whole fucking show all about. You did the whole fucking song and dance about how I got on the other side of it. You tripped, man. You had a vision quest. I got on the other side of it, though. Oh, but you're... Okay. So it's a good vision quest. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. It's good. I'm sorry if I'm yawning too much. I like I said, I did not sleep last night. So I'm trying not to yawn too much. Brian has a tough life, people. I'm trying. I'm trying to do it all right. 
But uh, I'm not going to yawn. Let's do this. Let's take some calls. Ready to take calls? Um, yeah, it's time. It's time. It's time. Make sure. Okay. Cool. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? We can't hear check, you. Check, baby, check, baby. One, two, three, four. Hello, hello, hello. Take the mute button off. I'll bet you hit the mute button. Maybe. Hello. If you are died and went to heaven or hell, say the past. Oh, that was a sign. They passed. Their spirit passed. Are we on? Is everything working? Is everything gravy? I actually don't think that it's connected right now. Okay. Wait, well, we got timer? some tech diff. Tech diff. What I can't no, see. On, right? It looks like it. Yeah, it says that it's got the it's got the little scroll. Hello, colors. hello, holler if you hear me. Here we're gonna do this. We're gonna this return you to Q, and then pick up a next one. Okay, let's try it. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hi, it's Hank in Los Angeles. Oh, What's up, Hank? Person really fucking died on the wait on the calling queue. It's possible, you know. <laughs> Jeez, how's it going, Hank? All right. What's, what's uh, up? Hey guys, it's going. Thank you for taking the call. Uh, I called last week. Mentioned uh, we talked pole vaults. It was the highlight of my week, and I said I'd call back this week to tell you a scammer story. If you recall that, yeah, let's hear it. I want to tell you this. Okay. I'm not, there's, this takes a lot of weird turn. Well, I don't know how elaborate this really is. It's not. It's sort of benign overall, but obviously jump in whenever you have something to say. Of course, it's your show. You know what to do. <laughs> so, all right. I'm driving here in Los Angeles and uh, in a regular city street, like not on a busier street between a bunch of cars. And I take a turn and suddenly someone's behind me honking. And I look back and I, and I see a dude behind me and he's got his arm out the window waving it a little bit like kind of like get out get over get over and i'm like okay he wants to get past me whatever the fuck i'll just let him go but it turns out he he actually pulls over with me so i pull over and he pulls up behind me so this guy's pulling me over and i'm thinking okay this is not a cop it's like a old green crappy car i couldn't really tell right away citizens arrest and i citizens arrest yeah i i mean i had just robbed a bank and so i understand what he was up to no i fucking I'm, tried anyway, citizens so, arrest a few times as a teen <laughs> me and my me and my dipshit ass friends would yell citizens arrest at <laughs> people and chase them but they didn't ever stop they, nobody respects the citizens arrest it's really a shame yeah to tell you the truth especially teenage citizens yeah oh so you we know, respect the fucking, I'd, I'd stop for a dude in his 50s so we respect the police. Respect your elders. <laughs> we we respect the police arrest, but a citizen's arrest, we just fucking let it slide, you know? Come on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What the do you do? Says we Can the I ask not this? To we the police. Let me yeah. ask this. What do you fucking do once you've citizens arrested a guy? You know? Then you citizens trial them and you citizens punish them with jail, with citizens jail, which I, is your basement. Or, or your execute garage. them. You got execute yeah. them. If you find them don't say that. Guilty for the death penalty. Sure. Yep. You can uh -huh. execute them. If they step on your grass, yeah. it's their ass. Exactly. It's your ass. <laughs> hey, if you step on my grass, I have different laws in my yard. If I citizen arrest you, you I, get 20 years for touching my grass. Yeah, I think that's fair. And another 10 if you like hit your garbage can or throw maybe someone throws their like dog shit in your can while they're walking by. I also that's, that's an infraction. That I also sometimes I'll citizens arrest you and sentence you to hard mm -hmm. labor and you have to do all my work around the house for me. That's just a little thing I do. 
Yeah. It's in the Constitution. Uh, you should do citizens forgive or citizens commute sentence. Just well, go around and just, you know, forgive people. That's another thing I do. Crimes. Sometimes I'll yeah. walk around with a hundred bucks in my pocket and I'll citizen reward five people. And I'll just say, bro, I love it. hey, I saw you. It'll be yeah. for small shit, too. I'm, yeah. That's how generous I am. Sometimes I'll see somebody mm-hmm. throw their trash in a trash can. And I'll be like, citizen's reward. Hey, you fired that cart Citiz- like Citizen a rocket five. right back into the corral. Yep. There you go. Five <laughs> five bucks on me. Yeah. Citizen's reward. Exactly. We should be allowed citizen's to do a reward. citizen's pardon. See? No, I agree. We should be able to go to the prison and be like, yeah. citizen's pardon. Come you on. Know? He's with mm-hmm. me. Yep. She's with me. They're with me. Yeah. Get them out. Citizens movie night with the prisoners, and we all get ice cream. And I vouch for the cream. prisoner. I vouch for the guy that I pick up, too. I don't mind. So he pulls yeah. you over, and you think it's a citizen's so, arrest, but he's talking to you. Well, okay. So I'm thinking maybe I have a brake light out or something's busted on the back of my door. I have a Prius. The back hatch might be, you know, Please nothing fan. seemed out of whack in my. So I jump out. And it's a little awkward, and he's already out of his car really quickly. It's like a younger guy in his 20s, I would guess. And he's, he starts in about how he wasn't super aggressive, but he clearly had some sort of, I don't know. It, it, everything's happening pretty quickly, though. So he kind of had this spiel about how I had hit his car. He's telling me that I had smacked into his car as I was driving back there. And he said he was parked. And he points to... My front right bumper that has a little scuff on it. I've been living in uh, Los Angeles for eight years with this car or, you know, whatever. I mean, I've always been in cities. Every car in a city has some scuffing on their bumpers. Yeah. And so then he points over at his car. Yeah, right. I mean, I I lived in Chicago for 10 years, too. I'm very comfortable in these tight streets. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something I... I, And I'm going like, I don't remember... I came up on this. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I don't... I told him, I'm like, dude, I don't remember hitting your car i don't i think i would have remembered if i'd hit your car he was like oh it could happen without you noticing you know you might not uh, you know and he's he, he has an answer for everything and he points at a spot in his car on the driver's side door that looks vaguely the same height as mine but all bumpers are roughly the same height i mean there's some variability i guess a little and i'm looking at it and i'm just and it's a, a young woman in the car with him too she's like on her phone and I'm just starting, I, I'm giving the guy the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, okay, maybe I did something. And then he says, oh, look, this is going to take a lot. We don't want to bother with the insurance. We don't bother with the cops. How about, you know, you got to fix this. You know, if you want to make it right, you can just give me 80 bucks. You God can just pay damn. me right now to go away. <laughs> so I'm like, wow. Uh, no, I go, I'm not giving you any money. And I, I go, I don't even have, I don't, I was like, first of all, I don't really believe that I hit you. I'm not sure that's persuasive. You won't even tell me where I'd, I'd been asking him a couple questions. He's like, you won't even tell me where you, you were parked. We could walk over there and look just, yeah, I don't know what that would have done. But so I, my, my suspicions are rising this whole time. Yeah. At first I'm just like, this guy's maybe thought, needs help or what, whatever. He thought us Prius folk were an easy mark, but we stand up for ourselves. For sure. Exactly. For sure. He profiled me in my Prius. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so, um, I say, uh, you know, like I, I don't have a measuring tape. I start looking around in my, my, my Prius because I, I, um, I do a lot of stuff with wood. This actually is coming up. I'm like, uh, you know, I, we could measure this and see if it's even the right height. And then I realized I had just talked myself into a, a trap because what if it is the right height? Right. Then I'm like, fuck. You're 80 bucks in the hole. <laughs> like, oh, no, I didn't. 
<laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I, I had 20 bucks on me. Yeah, this is... Uh, and there's no way in the hell I was going to give him any money. This is old-school flim-flamming. Like, this is also somebody... Yeah. He could have tried to hit you with a sob story. He could have... Like, there could have been a million ways to come at this problem of getting needing $80. And, like, this is just one thing in the arsenal where you're like, fuck it, let's just tail this guy in our fucking beat-up car. This is a bad way to exactly. do it, though. It, it is. Oh. You got to force Dude, it's ballsy as hell. I mean, maybe in yeah. L.A., though, because there's more of a chance somebody will just be like, here's eighty dollars. Go away from me. You know, but uh, I, I would never I give think, somebody. 80 I, did, bucks. I bet. So I, right. I actually he's would. preying on your your. Yeah, he's getting prey. If it's working, he's preying on your gullib or your willingness yeah. not to be awkward or your 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 inherent sort of sense that you trust people. And he's getting people to say, oh, my gosh, I didn't notice. I'm so sorry. And I was questioning the whole premise because I, I didn't hit him. How could my front right bumper hit his right. door yeah. without also scraping into his wheel? And then, I mean, it would have been a major, it would have been a massive he, ding. He's I, already winning. When you're inside a car. You're still arguing with him. What, what? You're still arguing yeah. with his ass. <laughs> it's true. So I bring up the height and he walks over and he uses his leg. And he's like, yeah, look, look, look. He goes, and he puts his leg next to mine and then he goes look right by my knee okay that's right and i said to him this is really embarrassing because i'm such a fucking narcissist i go i go dude i do woodworking i know how to measure <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like like why did i have i to measure twice I did, I have to before i cut once yeah 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 listen pal okay i do woodworking fuck face i know what i'm doing i don't need your knee your knee is not a good ruler oh so then he God. walks over to his car and he points at his knee and and then he lowers the price to sixty. He decides that he'll he'll be okay, okay. with sixty. I like this guy. And now. I'm getting more irritated. Yeah, I'm like I, I'm like this is just I don't I'm not doing. You're not. There's no way this is going where you're getting money out of me. It you know. So finally, I, and he's, it, he's a street salesman, is what they're called. Street salesman. Yeah. Right. Right. And I'm I'm still not a hundred percent sure this is a scam. This just could be a dude who's out of touch who doesn't really understand how things work. Oh, let me mention this too. He, before he really got into his spiel, he pointed out that his car was covered in scrapes. Okay. And he's like, this is a wreck car. This is a wreck car. He, he named something that was like a way that I think uh, you, you buy old shitty cars. or so. I guess that's what he was trying to say. Oh, like I couldn't quite it? understand that. Like a wrecker. Something oh, okay. like that, but with wreckers, with wrecks. And uh, it, it looked like it was like a four-door green sedan. It was crappy. It had to be like a late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, you know, we're, we're a pretty aged car and covered in scratches all over the place. The perfect, the perfect tool for scamming, <laughs> for, for pulling over gullible Prius oh drivers my like myself. So oh I finally say to him, there's a there's like a whole nother half to this. I finally say, I go, dude, the only way this is going down is we call the police. We talk to them, we file a report and then we get insurance involved. That's the only possible way this is, this proceeds anywhere. Cause I could see he was getting a little frustrated that I wasn't pulling out my, mo right. my money. Now you're going all in and you're I don't think the, his bluff. I don't think the cops are going to come anyway. Yeah. I'm calling his bluff. I'm basically, and then he, I could tell I was serious though. I was fine calling the cops. If he wants that, I doubt they would have showed up. It would have been a huge the LA cops are, are just horrible. It's just a nightmare. I hate involving them in anything. And uh, anyway, so he I, he he smells me out, and I'm not I'm, I'm putting out confident vibes here too. You know what I mean? You're like my back, I feel like I'm being a little yeah. I'm a woodworker. How could I not? For God's sakes! <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway, he he gets in his car real quick, and he kind of leaves. And as I'm walking away, and he can still hear me, I I sort of say, I go, yeah, good luck with the next one. Ah. 
as is to say, I know you're scamming. Fuck you. Got him. Which I realized later was probably bad to escalate because there's no. weapons in this country. You never, you never know. I think that's good customer. That's, you fill out a customer card. You basically fill out a customer receipt, uh, like just basically an exit <laughs> survey yeah. on how the service was today is like, you got to do better. You're going to need <laughs> to do better than that. You need to come up with a better pitch. You need to have better evidence. You need yeah. to have these things ready to go. What if you, what if you pull over in a woodworker? What if you're dealing with a woodworker, you know, be prepared. Right. Right. Or a pipe fitter or somebody who works I, in the trades, you know. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Not saying this is stars. the way to do I it at all. Stars, I, I would have gave him the money. I would have gave him the fucking money. It's too fucking funny to me. <laughs> and, like, and I also don't want them to bother the next person. <laughs> That's like my Starbucks pay it forward. Is that like just to give right. somebody on the street like $80 so that way they can just be at ease for a little bit, you know. It would be a kindness. I, 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 I'd like to be able to do but, that for somebody. Not, not this guy, though. I he agree. didn't deserve it. I agree. Um, so as he's driving off and he heard me say what I said, he goes, it wasn't, I, what did I, I said, uh, good luck with your next one. He goes, he goes, there is no next one. He goes, don't hit people's cars. So he lectures me as Got he's it? pulling away. Okay. And that's when I'm like, fuck you, fuck. So I, so I pull out my phone to try to make it look like I'm going to take a picture to try to scare him. Okay. <laughs> you know that thing we all do with our phones? Yeah, you're leveled up. Yeah, I'm like, all right, all right. Well, I'll take a photo of your as you drive. And he was way too far away by the time I finally got sure. my phone out. So I get in my car and I'm like, that's nuts. That's just weird. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I didn't give this guy any money. I'm broke as shit anyway. I didn't have, you know, I had 20 bucks on my wallet. Yeah, that's, and if you don't got I, it, it's like, guy, yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, wrong, I don't got guy. it. It's like, I, I, can yeah. we get in and on a, just, can we go convince somebody else that they hit both of our cars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I pull over the next car I see. And I scammed them for eighty, for for ninety bucks. I, I leveled up. No, uh, <laughs> so so off I I go to my destination. I'm heading where I'm going, and literally within two minutes of this guy leaving me, I see him pulled over someone else. He's done it again that fast. <laughs> wow! Now it's a hundred percent sure. I know for fucking sure he's a scammer. This isn't just some misunderstanding. This is absolute those are, scammer. Those are cold calls. Uh, those are called cold just, calls. Those are cold calls on yeah, the road. Right. He's just pulling over customers and seeing if they'd like to try his new right. service of getting them out of their face. <laughs> I'm paying eighty dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah. this new service I have. I'll stop talking to you for for sixty dollars today. I'll stop talking to you. I'll get out of your life, and I won't won't <laughs> won't be a bother. Right. It's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, that's I'll leave working, you alone. Man, that's a job. That's a lot yeah. of. I mean, you are inconveniencing people. People are going to blow up on you. You have to deal with tough guys. Like, you never know who you're going to yeah. get. You know, um, uh, right. th that's a tough road to hoe for sure. He's luck. He's lucky. I'm a big sweetie. He had a like busted eye. One of his eyes was. It looked like uh, I would use a that, healing. Uh, I like a like black eye that was almost better i would have been like you bumped my eye dude i'm gonna or i would have just yelled like this guy punched me in the fucking eye you know what i mean i would have used that not the yeah. car and then the yeah, car got a bunch of scratches my eye and been like look he's the same height yeah, yeah. now i now i actually want to give uh, that guy like a hundred thousand dollars now, now that you can reveal that i would if well, you see him out there on the road uh, i'd like to pay for the rest sure. of his life <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help him pay off that car. He could use we could use some help. And with that kind of gumption, you could just go work at a Sebring dealership and make a fortune. I mean, you could talk people. I mean, he, he, he got the, the sort of uh, gross sales skills that 
that there are ways to use for making real money or making honest money, I guess. I don't know. No, if that's I mean, thing. and it is like sales. I, I was thinking about it the other day, like mm-hmm. because I'm having a tough time with the, like with what's going on with my life. And I'm thinking about other jobs that I had and I'm trying to like reconfigure my life. If I had that job and thinking about hammering away at the phones, like when you do sales, you talk to people for hours on like hundreds of people yeah. in a day and they say, I hate you. They say, never call me. They say, you're, you're a piece of shit. Like they abuse you all the time. Like you get treated so, and then you're just looking for that one moment where someone's like, yeah, I'll do your business. And then you, you get like two of those out of the day. You know, he hits, he hits, two, he hits two people with that in a day and he has enough for like, you know, a fucking dinner in a hotel. Yeah. 160 bucks. And if he can get two an hour, I was doing the math. Like, like it's not that hard. I mean, okay. There's more to this though. By the way, I did a sales job where I had to call. It was a temp job. And my job was to sell car dealerships on an advertising package, like a nationwide. It was horrible. I had to talk car dealership managers into saying yes. How could you possibly persuade those guys? Those are the sharks of the sharks in the world. <laughs> like it was, it was so bad. They were so mean. It was horrible. I hated it. Anyway. Yeah. So I see this pulled over. He's got another guy. And dude, it looks like he has a, a nicer car than me. And I see the guy standing out. It looks like he's wearing scrubs. Maybe it was a doctor. I, okay. I couldn't really see. Everything was happening quickly. Make it up. And I take some pictures of that. And then I, I leave because I was at a stoplight. I had time to take pictures. And I'm like, I can't just, what do I, should I go back? I think I need to go back. No. And what do I do then? Do I pull up behind him? Do I, do I stop by and just start screaming? Hey, that guy's trying to scam you. Just like do that really slowly. While I'm like slowly driving by. Like mm-hmm. everything, every single possible choice is awkward <laughs> and or well, dangerous. Except for go away. And uh, I would just leave. Yeah, go away. Except for go like, away. Yeah, yeah, get yeah out that's of the what tank, I would Get do. out of well, the grip. Yeah. I better rip the... that motherfucker off. <laughs> get it. Yeah. Like I would drive by and say, get him, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy that scratched your car. Get him. Yeah, that, he I, hit him. So I would just drive by and say, he hit him. Yep. Yep. That would be smooth. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you hit him. Yeah. I got to get to work, but he hit precious. him. And then wink at your guy. Um, wink at your scam guy. Yeah. Hey, I'm, hey yeah. bud. I'm and then give him too. my address so I can get my 10%. Get yeah. this motherfucking um, medical guy's money. Yeah, right, right, right. And so I, I, I go past them. I did. I chose to just go away. And then I, I, I had a, a moment of, uh, I don't not What's the opposite of clarity? I decided to go back. So I, I, I pull over. I turn around. I just want to get a picture of his license plate on it. So I'm just thinking I got to get a better photo. I didn't get. I was kind of far away the first time. So I go around and I have my camera out and I'm ready to take pictures. And you know now I'm like risking crashing because I'm trying to take pictures while turning yep. a corner and it's not smart. Yep. And uh, I did get a few better photos. None, nothing that shows his license, but I did get him and the guy. And as I pulled past them, though, the dude was handing him something. I think that this was a success. I think it worked. So he Good. was, he, he had got, you know, didn't have a sale yeah. with me, but it did work with this other one. That guy needed some and, cash, uh, man. Yeah. You, you don't, know. you got, if, it sure if, did. sometimes you have to think about like, if you're doing stuff that the police would do and then you don't do that. Yeah. That's the thing is you just got to be like, I'm just yeah. going to go on and then look. You know, you nobody to, deserves to get scammed out of 80 bucks. You know, so I'm not saying. A lot saying, of people do. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, that's true. Most people. But you have to, you, what, you ha- the, what you have to do when you get away from this thing is you have to say to yourself, I wasn't able to be scammed. Yep. I am not a mark. I feel I'm not a mark. For the right. mark that is going to actually win. Yeah, you pat yourself on the back. It's like fucking, 
I don't know. It's like winning a high jump or something like that. You're like, okay, so <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not a fucking mark. I did it, you know. And giving him yeah. money to get him to go away is also not being a mark. I think that's also fine. You you're just like, I know uh, what's going on here. I maybe maybe in order to not be a mark, you have to say like, I know you're ripping me off. Here's eighty dollars. Not just really leave. though. <laughs> I mean, there there's 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 wrestling journalism from the fifties and sixties that truly suggests that the crowd knows that all the state all the fights are. Staged. Oh, I know. I like know. everybody's in on it. Everybody knows what's what the game is here uh and you can like give your money away <laughs> like you can do it. you can play the game no i'm saying it would just be hard for me not to let the guy know that i fucking know he scammed me you know what i mean oh, if right, i did right. give him 80 bucks right I'd be and like, then also be like yeah then wink at him like right. no, i know you scammed me you that's a good scam you got there my friend yeah i mean it's just funny right. to hang i used to hang out at the train yard or something it's <laughs> funny to say 80 dollars <laughs> for a fucking part of a car when anybody that's been in an accident knows like every part of the car is seven thousand dollars well yeah right. i mean you know, if you know a guy that, out. if you know a guy that can buff it for 80 though then it's like you know what man let's yeah. just call it let's just not get anybody involved 80 bucks my friend will buff it out i'm gonna go fucking out to the crv and i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna key it in different spots and then like every car of every height i'm just gonna be like you hit me you know what i mean that's what you gotta do you get a little piece my recommendation each. yeah before you do that, go up to go to Brett's Prius and use your knee to make a mark exactly where the bumper yeah. is. That way you'll be able to lock <laughs> it down. Put some paint on it. I'll put a little bit of paint on, on yeah. the CRV. You so know what so what happened after you did right. your CIA intelligence? Okay. So I got all my I got all my clandestine photos. <laughs> uh, and I just drove past. I go to where I'm going and I actually knew this cashier person. I so I was like told him the story and he goes, Oh, you should have called the cops. You should have called it. and I was like, ah, Eh, I wasn't going to call the cops at all. And I was uh, also a little worried you guys are going to judge me for what happened next. Oh, Nothing what? dramatic, but <laughs> I know. I know. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Um, so I have the photos. I have him committing the crime again. I don't know if this is something This seems to me like I, so I decide, okay, fine. I'll call 311, non-emergency. <sighs> and just, I feel like I should report it. Stop. You don't ever have to report nothing. That's, I mean, well, I'm not yelling at uh, you and I'm not trying to make you feel bad about anything, yeah. but I'm going to tell you right now, the only thing you really have to report is if your car is total, right? Cause I don't report shit. Mm -hmm. You know, I have cars. My mom fucking destroyed a car I was leasing. I'm telling you, she fucking backed up out of a spot and just scraped one whole door of the car and i didn't even call right. insurance i was like you know what i don't want to fuck my mom's life up i'm not going to report it you know if she'd have totaled yeah. the car i'd have had to report it you know what i mean i just have like a very high level like i only report things if i think they're totaled and like also if i can't think of a reason to report a scammer other than to get my money back. One time I did get scammed. I did report a scammer once to the attorney uh -huh. general. My wife did it because she bought magazines off one of those guys that get you at the grocery store about, or that comes to your house. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, why don't you order like, 
you know, hey, you know, I'm selling Sports Illustrated. I got some Rolling Stone. I got Spin. You know what I mean? He's like, I got a subscription. This is a great scam, too, by the way, for all you people out there. You just buy a book of receipts, right? And then he sold her a subscription to Rolling Stone, Spin, and then some magazine she's into, like People or something like that. And then was like, that'll just be $90 cash. And like, just took $90 oh, cash from her. For the subscription, magazines never showed up. Yeah. So she contacted Attorney General Shouldn't Betty Montgomery. And then we that. got all the money back. Yeah. But she, they couldn't get the guy. He took cash. He's still a cop shit. I got my money back. Cash for magazine subscriptions. I'm That's doing it. I, I would have done that. It's like my I, it's like my ticket scam. No. It's where you buy tickets. You have to take you have to you can't rely on the government because you made a bad decision because you were stupid enough to give your money to someone that's trying to scam you. This was also like nineteen ninety sure. okay. nine, maybe right. two thousand. Right. But I'll I'll say this too. This is the best scam in the world, and not enough people do it. What you do is you buy a roll of tickets and you just sell tickets for a raffle. For yeah. for like five bucks a piece, and then never do the raffle. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like nobody checks That's on cool. a raffle. You know, it's like, hey, we're doing right. a raffle. Right. Have you ever been like, hey, uh, where can I check the results of this raffle? You know, those goddamn tickets are going to nowhere. You're throwing your money into a hole. I'm gonna do a raffle at our next live show and show you how this works. A real raffle, though. This will be a real raffle. I promise there will be prizes. Brett's just going to win the prize. Will you make money? Will you get like a little uh, cut off the top, like a 10% operator's fee? No, I'll make all the money. What I'll do is oh, I'll okay. sell them, <laughs> and then the winner of the raffle will be Brett, and then me and him will split the money. <laughs> I like it. That's, that's smart. And then you can, you can buy more raffle tickets, and now you've done a capitalism. Um, True. That's brilliant. So did anything uh, so, happen? Uh, no, listen. So what do you do? Well, no, okay. It's I my own my thought was this it might doesn't matter. What do you do? That someone might pay attention to. Um I called the uh three one one line. Eric Garcetti, the mayor, answers with the pre recorded line, uh pre recorded thing. It says, You've reached the LA department. Last time I tried calling three one one was years ago when my Prius was broken into and had my airbag stolen. Lock your damn Prius, by the way. The airbags are extremely easy to remove. <laughs> okay. and, Can you steal uh, Brett's airbags? Seriously. <laughs> cost me $500, and that's just for my insurance. It sucked. So, But that also, a uh, uh, busy signal. No answer. Never, you know. So I don't have any faith that there's going to be any help or that they're going to catch the guy. My, my thought is, I have photos, and maybe there's data, and they know that some dude is going. He didn't. He wasn't robbing a company. He, if I saw somebody stealing, or if I saw somebody hit another not, car, not I'm not going to involve any police. But no, he just tried to fucking steal from me. Yeah, you, you know, know what? And, and you, now he's and doing you made it, to it out person. of it, man. You know, you don't need to be telling people. Somebody that's running that scam and is in a way des more desperate situation that you are in. Totally. You know, and the, the eye situation yeah. is something that probably has a lot of problems in regards to getting work. And. Yeah. You know, this is the yeah. same thing that happened with the Taco Bell story last time. I can't believe that, like, white dudes are still listening to the show and think that they have a good reason to call the police or call the government or tell, like, you should be helping. You should, you only have, the only thing you do is help. You don't tell, you don't snitch, you don't attack, you don't fuck. Mm -hmm. Somebody that needs help, you help them. You know, you give them everything in your wallet because your wallet will be full tomorrow. And theirs is in a it very, theirs is in a place that you don't understand.
Right, right, right. No, I, I have compassion for what what conditions might be driving this guy. To but do you what don't he's have doing. the connection to your actions. A, you're being you're acting like a cop. Right. Right, right. You're trying to bust a scammer. I'm, I'm, like you made, you knew what was up. Yeah. He didn't try to kill you. He wasn't going to harm you. He was just hassling anybody that would give him $60 and you saw what was up. You're wise. You're a street fighter. You give them the nod. You say, Hey, my man, I know what you're doing. I'm not that man. I'm not that dude. You let him, you let him knock off okay. the next person. He was, he didn't threaten to kill you. He didn't try to do anything besides convince you to give him money to go away. So, right. like, you needed to just right. go on with the rest of your day. You're not responsible for his life. It's he's not. It's not going to turn out good for him doing that all day long. And you don't need to be the one to like add on to that. I hear what you're saying. I'm taking it in. I, I'm not trying to. I don't want to just. I feel mild defensiveness creeping up. Of That's course, because I'm being self aware about my. Hold on, just be self aware about my emotions. Um, so I'm not going to stand my ground as partially what I wanted to talk to you guys about to get your perspective on this. Cause I, I had a lot of, uh, hesitation and, you know, complex thoughts about it. Um, my, my thought was, I, there, I don't know. I, I, is, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not for far as far along as you guys are in the idea that pulling people over who are just regular, regular people in cars and scamming them is. Uh, a behavior that I, I, I would agree with or want to. He did, he wasn't. There was no property damage. I wouldn't call on that on, on property damage. I wouldn't call on stealing. I wouldn't call on breaking something or whatever. Uh, it just seemed. Um, but I hear you, man. I no, get man, what you're I, saying. And I'm I know, absolutely going to. I love your energy. Your I love you, energy. I love your energy. I was shoot giving you shots before. You took it fine. I I really appreciate you calling in and talking about this. Yeah. I mean, we just aren't in the circumstances where that guy's in charge of his life. Like that guy is being the, you know, when we talk about, when I think of things mathematically, um, there's a statistic, statistically, there's a part of the population that is just going to be squeezed into these like petty crime things to get by. And right. the people that operate yeah. in those zones are, are somebody that like, I'm not, I can't, I don't have any judgment for them. I don't, I don't have any, I, I, I like, I desperately want to help them. That's my, that's my main concern, but, um, I, I don't want to, create any more problems for them. Um, I, I don't also, I don't pity, I don't want to be a pity person, but I also like, I have to, I, I have to come to understand like what life is like for them. You know, if they could probably go to a job and, and get paid a thousand dollars a week and have a, a house and stuff, I don't think they'd be doing that. You know, um, I only steal when I have to, I only rip people off when I have to, I I've never done it when I, when I had things going in my direction. No doubt. I was thinking similar things while it was happening. Like, what the f this shit must be fucked up for this guy to be doing this out here like this? Sure. You know, um, uh, you know, yeah, it was. Uh, so you'll be relieved to know that the ineffectiveness of the 311 system uh, prevented any help from happening or and not sorry, not help. That's the wrong word. <laughs> any intervention from the government at all. Uh, I, I had to I got uh, I had to sit on hold for 20 minutes. I get to explain to some operator and her only thing is, Oh, you got to talk to your insurance in case there's insurance. I, I go, no, no, there was no insurance. <laughs> I just thought maybe you guys needed data points here. I'm not, uh -huh. I'm not looking for anything. Yeah, and then uh, my fucking work. Bluetooth. I, I'll say yeah, this. I guess I was. I, I do want to say, but there's more to this. I do want to say this though. Mm -hmm. I, you know, <clears throat> I've made mistakes in my day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also, yeah, like, my my feeling it look i don't like to get tied up in people's worlds 
everybody knows that about me. I fucking and and your situation that you were in is my fucking nightmare. Being tied up in some fucking guy's thing. You know what I mean? Right. I just here's what I do. I run as fast as I can away from those people <laughs> and just jump in the car and take the fuck off. But I also I like I yeah. I understand here's what I understand. I understand I do understand calling 311 in a way. Just, I'm not don't look at me like that. I'm not done explaining what I'm saying. Remember who's who's down for real. No, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying I I understand. I wouldn't have done it. Like I said, I would have ran away at this I situation. Think- but I also understand that when somebody gets in your shit and fucking is bothering you and is trying to rip you off and stuff. You fucking do get pissed off sometimes, and you do get that, I wish I would have fucking done something about that, you know what I mean? And, like, it doesn't take much to decide the next step is I'm going to do something about it. Yeah. And what are you going to fucking really do about it? I think also calling 311 is sort of like, what is 311 even going to do? And They just tell you that you don't have a a real emergency to call 911. (laughs) Hi, we're 311. This isn't a 911 emergency, so please play hang up um i th- no you know actually i think that's a good answer too um I, I i don't implore you to be like a bodhisattva that reaches out to all of the suffering people of the world and tries to alleviate their pain i think that you could have just gone you could have done you could have just ran the other Do way the i think that's perfectly acceptable i, I like i nope. don't expect people to act like me and if, if you don't want if you don't want to be involved with that, like just go away and you don't have to concern yourself uh, with it. I also want to say yeah. that like, I, there is a guy, oh, there is right. a guy in downtown Columbus that fucking has hit me up like a thousand times. And every time I give him what I have, he asked me to go to the ATM and get him more. You know what I mean? And I have done it a few times, but it's gotten to the point now where like, I just, cause he fucking takes my time. He follows me around. Yeah. He fucking, he like follows me. He knows I'm going to walk down high street. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he fucking finds me every day and he's like, Hey, can I get some money? So I give him whatever's in my pocket, every cent that's in my book. Cause I don't carry more than like I rarely have more than $10 on me. Sure. So just give him every cent that's in my pocket. And then he's like, Hey, can you get me 20 more dollars? Or he'll be like, can you buy me a coffee? And I'll buy him a coffee. And it'll be like, can I add a sandwich and something else on there? And that'll be another 20 bucks. I don't have enough money. Sure. To pay $25 a day to this guy. Sure. And fucking. So now when I don't want to deal with this guy, I fucking look down and I put my headphones in and I just keep walking. It doesn't like make me feel good. You know what I mean? To do that, but I'm not calling, I not, I don't want him to get in trouble. I don't want him to right. like have to deal with any bad shit because of me. I just don't want to be you in don't his have time world for it today. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be in your world, sir. I have a hundred dollars in the bank right now. I can't give you $25 today, you know, but there is like, that yeah. is like my whole thing is just like, and, and like you did this one time. I don't think that like you're a bad guy for doing no. something like this. I'm just saying in the future and like, in like these kinds of situations, it is easiest just to fucking not laugh. Run. Just start laughing your head <laughs> off. Yeah. Or like, don't, there are guy, I swear to God, there's this one guy that calls me fat all the time. 
when I'm walking down the street, he has called me fat That's 10 correct. fucking times. He's like, hey, man, can I get some money? I'll give him some money. And he'd be like, oh, it looks like you're eating good with that belly sticking out. And then it's just like, oh, great. Thanks, guy, for calling me fat. I just gave you $10. Now I'm fat, too. And like, he's, yeah, he's a dom, man. Yeah. He's pay pig. Well, I don't, I don't give him shit anymore because okay. he's a dick. Okay. And he yells at people, too. He's one of those guys that yells at people. But I just like feel like, Every person that's trying to rip me off on the street probably needs money. Yeah. So I'm going to give them what I got, what I can. I'm not going to give them any more. I'm like, start, I'm not going to go to the ATM. I've made the decision. No yeah. more going to the ATM. That is bonkers. If I saw somebody with blood all over them, like yeah. holding a baby and screaming and they said, I just need a hundred bucks. I give them a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? But I'm not going to just give some random guy in basketball shorts a hundred dollars. Sure. So everybody with a baby should get a hundred bucks so they don't throw the baby at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do think, I do think like if this happened in the future, it would very much be like the best thing you can do is to and i've seen brett do this this is where i got the thing is the the sentence i don't want to be in your world is this fucking wild woman in denver one time started bugging me and brett and our friend we were standing outside fucking hanging out smoking cigs and stuff and this woman just got in the middle of us and she wouldn't fucking leave us alone she kept trying to to do all this shit and like all this weird asking for money come down to this place let's do this and like it was very obvious she was trying to get something out of us and brett just said like I don't want to be in your world. And she left. She just fucking walked away. <laughs> and it was fucking crazy. But it is That's a good like, line. I, I'm going to keep that. It is. It's very important yeah. to like stand. Your, it's not stand your ground like a gun, but you do have to like, I do. I understand your, I understand your, your, uh, idea that like it's like I'm not gonna let this fucking guy rip me off and then he's gonna go rip other people off and shit I understand getting yeah. like that fucking thing in your head and and I just think the only, the only I would say the only mistake you made ahead. is is calling 311 really most of what you right. did is Listen, fine I'm 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 uh, gonna do a lot of thinking and processing about the whole all every reaction including what people are saying in the chat I'm not uh, so Assholes. prideful that I'm gonna just you know, insist that I shouldn't be persuaded or oh, change no. my mind. Those guys um, in the chat are a bunch I, of assholes. I, they're being rude to you. Oh, they're they're. And I'm good. not going to let them. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not going to let not, them talk shit not, about I've, you. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. I, well, one of the reasons I wanted to hear your guys' perspectives, uh, kind of knowing I might be stepping into the tiger pen a little, is just like when do you ever involve the cops? We we know that the world we live in. When they make it's a you. terrible thing to have the police anywhere, especially American police, especially this justice system. It's it's an awful, awful uh, system. And, I, you know, I, I, I probably now that now that I'm hearing from you. Yeah, I think um, that was a, a poor choice that I made. No, no, no. Uh, you, a, I mean, a big part you, of what you what you get involved when you you there are times in your life where you might have to get the cops. Like, here's the thing. Like the way that things are set up, the cops sometimes like a car accident, right? Where like they have to, the cops have to come because they have to fucking take down a report so that the insurance will pay for it. And everybody knows that everybody's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that I think is fine. I, I, I don't, 
I don't know. I mean, like I said, also, like, or not like I said, I never said this, but like, there are, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't call them for anything ever. Like, it would have to be an extraordinary circumstance. If I walked up on somebody killing somebody, I might call the police. If I, I don't even know what I, I mean, because I've seen crazy, I've heard of crazy shit. I have a relative in my family that was really drunk one night and tried to get into a neighbor's house and was like pulling on the door and yelling outside and shit like that. And like, if I could have, if I had called the police, that person could have got killed. You know what I mean? Like that person, probably not because they're a white woman, but you know what I mean? Like it just. Of course. You you have to have the understanding that the police might kill somebody is is always the way that I think about it. And I just I I yeah. I don't know if there I mean the only time I've ever called the police is when forced to uh and I give them the small, I give them as little information as I possibly can. When I got robbed at the cable company, uh, they made me call the police and then they made me talk to the cops and I just didn't describe the guy. I was just like, eh, I mean, it was just some guy, whatever. I don't care. You know, I don't have to work now. Right. So like, it's just like, I think people have very different ways people grew up very different ways the way that i grew up was that you just never talk to the police but like that's not how everybody grew up and that's not the that's it it just yeah since i was 12 i've i've been told that since i was 12 this kid moved into my neighborhood from the west side of columbus uh brian stamper he moved into my neighborhood and like we were all these bad kids fucking around and stuff like that and i'll never forget the guy fucking looked at us one time and was like you never ever snitch and like we took that on for the rest of our lives <laughs> like, and i've just always been that way but like i said not everybody grows up that way especially if you're a white dude man like those I'm, are the people uh, that call the cops well, you know <laughs> yeah that's me. <laughs> I had every fucking uh, ordinary white guy upbringing uh, suburban Chicago, you know, raised by, uh, I mean, you know, just standard, not nothing pro cop or anti cop, but definitely not anti at all. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, dare programs in school and cops in the school. So, but I, I, I often, uh, I've never had a uh, comfortable interaction with a police officer throughout all my time. I've seen yeah, them do yeah. crazy shit yeah. very well, early and knowing that it's a, it's, it's not good to, you know, but uh, I, my, my, I don't know. Yeah. I, there's, there's more I could ramble about. I don't want to use up any more time. Yeah, We got to yeah. wrap this up. Let me give you my answer though. Uh, is that like all this crime shit is fake. Like anything that's bad behavior that you learned about in school is just people getting by and like you need to maybe get get comfortable with the criminal class or people that do illegal things because they shouldn't be illegal uh there is no reason you know this is how people this is how people make ends meet you know through sex work through scamming through drug dealing through stealing from work through all kinds of things that sound bad or seem bad on paper um you know but that's that's just the world that we're in they're they're in those circumstances because of the system and the way that it's set up. So you need to have forgiveness for all of those people. 
And so you call the police if if someone pulls out a gun and shoots somebody. You call the police. You, you call nine one one. You don't even call the police. You call ambulance if someone's in medical distress. But there's no reason right. to call the police on. I mean, if if you're if if things are going okay and someone breaks into your car and takes your 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 little your nice Ray Bans out of it, just you know that or your you, airbag out of your Prius. You're lucky. You're True. lucky. You're living. You're living a charmed fucking life. And uh, the people on the bottom deserve to like ha- to levy a much larger tax on the rest of us. So, so like all of these crimes and all these things that people do to get by are something that are not of concern to you at all. Um, you can just you know go the other direction. Yeah, and hey, we love you. Yeah, and you know what? I the chat the way they're treating you, I think it makes me sick to tell you the truth. I, I'm very angry at them, and I'm not going to let them talk about oh. you like that anymore. Thank uh, you, Brian. I appreciate that. But thanks for calling. Uh, it was I'm a good to, call, and you're a good call. Share a little vulnerability. No, no you did great. You did great. Really, really, it was great. Do more. You may, this is a legendary right. moment. You really don't did let, help a lot. Don't let these assholes <laughs> in the chat talk about you in that well, in that. Disparaging all, way. You funny. You you did like your little uh, encyclopedia Brown investigation, and then found out that like they don't give a shit about this guy. Like they like they could they could have busted this yeah. guy forever ago. It's only the small time volunteer cops that are that are that are working this beat. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. We <laughs> yeah, we got to get we're we're we're, right. we're filling yeah, up we're right over. now. But thanks for calling. I know. Peace. I, I love you. I love you too. We love you. Yeah. Give us a good night. Send me Bye. a message. I'll, I'll send you a care package. And uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, thanks okay. for calling. All good. Sop up those white um, man tears. So yeah, I, I, do, I just want to say this real quick now. Now after the call, hey Chad, I love you. You're really great people, and I I don't think that you're that. I I think you're nice and you're kind, and you really let people in. The so grillers, I like that. Yeah, they're great. They're good. You know, they're just sweet people. You gotta be. I, I'm playing. You know, don't. All right. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, I think this is me. This is you. You would know. How's it going? Yeah, uh, it's good. Um, I'm Jack from Kansas City. I haven't called in in quite some time. Sweet. So what's um, up, Jack? But first, I, I, got, I got a couple quick things real quick. Okay. Ryan, you sound like a politician right, right now playing both sides. I would oh, never call three one one. He's like, I got three one one on speed dial because like I I only want one third of nine one one. That's like a third. That's the three one one. I would never. You I'm not three one one. I would never. He said that their trash was out too. on his side of the thing. He called three one one to report his neighbors. I've never called three one one in my life. I wouldn't even know what to say. I wouldn't know a reason to call. I called four one one a few times. What's the four one one? Is what I always um, say. To call four one one and prank them. It was so funny. And they'd be like, they'd be oh, like, 411, what city? And we'd be like, fucking Abu Dhabi. And then we would laugh because they would just go on with the rest of the call. You know what I mean? Like, we were like, God damn, we got them motherfuckers. You know? <laughs> a lot of pranking we did. So, uh, what? what but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not a politician. Um, oh, though. Ellen, just I'm just saying that a, the. A quick the, thing at Brett, though, too. Uh, we really should be calling the police on the police because. If you've seen like any of the statistics that have come out uh, in the past few years, like asset forfeiture by police is uh, taking way more uh, like money and stuff from citizens than like home robberies and all that. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that that that. What's that? 
that fucking asset forfeit. I'm not even going to try and right, say right. it again. Asset I'm just going to move right exactly. on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, am, am I coming in clear? You're coming in great. Loud and clear. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. Um, but no, I was uh, I was calling in. I had a couple things. Um, I guess this is a, I should say, like, trigger warning real quick. Um, I had a friend recently who uh, took his own life, and so that's been weighing pretty hard. But um, the funeral happened, and that kind of gave a lot of closure. I'm doing a lot better now. Um, and as like fucked up as it is to say, it's kind of made me realize like I don't have much time either. Probably. Um, sure. How old are you? You know, in the grand scheme of things. So, oh, I'm only 23. <laughs> but yeah, you're like so, a quarter you know, of the like, way through. But you got a lot sure. of time. Yeah, you got. But you got a couple uh, more lifetimes to live. Here's something I do though. I, I I'm gonna under I'm gonna be with you here. Like I've had a few people go that way too. It's it's really tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, oh, and uh he, but he, he was my age too, and he had like really bad like addiction to um opiates. I guess. Yeah. And I so mean that makes it all even worse, dude. But, that's, yeah, that's the age. The people though. we know. <laughs> yeah, that is the age, though, dude. Like, like when that sort of thing happens a lot of times. I mean, everybody I know that took their life were really in their early twenties, late teens. And it was really fucking, it's devastating to find out, you know, and it does really kind of make you feel like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I could die any day now. And it like, it really freaked me out because for me, it was like, it really freaked me out. I know when it happened with my friends, because it it was kind of like, uh, what if I do that? You know what I mean? Not that I yeah. thought like maybe I'll do right. it, but and like you start to it. think, what you're flirting with it, messing with the same substances and shit. Yeah, it, but you also just start to think like, what if my mind goes to that place? You know what I mean? No, that's that's another thing too, because I was I was there before, and he helped me out of that spot. And so yeah. I just, you know, that that made it even worse considering I, and I know it's not my fault at all. I can't blame myself for any of it, but like that's rough that he was there for me and I couldn't be there for him is a, is a rough part of it as well. Yeah, some yeah. it's hard to tell though. Like with some some people, oh, no, yeah, he, a few of the people I know that that happened to, like there were no signs, and then there were other people that there were several signs, and like you, you just yeah, can't he, even he even when no there are at all. when there are multiple attempts, even you you really never know. You know what I mean? Like even I mean one of the the first person I that ever this happened to in my life. uh uh, had multiple attempts and like everybody knew that there were multiple attempts and we didn't fucking know, like had no idea That's when it weird. actually mm. happened. It was just like, we were all still like, I can't fucking believe he did that. You mm. know what I mean? And like it is. So even if you saw signs and stuff like that, there's nothing you could have done, you know? Right. Yeah, my, I mean, my opinion on this thing really is, yeah, th- there is certainly nothing to think about as far as, uh, as, far as that goes. Um, but, you know, um, I had a really good friend at work that had um, really bad stom- stomach problems, and he used opiates to alleviate the pain. He, he eventually found himself in the same situation. 
Um, but there was a group of people that were formed around him that we all lo- loved and care about each other. And so you need to like reach out to the people that also, you know, were friends with your yeah, friend and, that- and those, those will be, those will be people that maybe you'll talk to for the rest of your life. Like some of these folks, like I can check in with every five to 10 years and we just pick up like it was the last time we talked to each other. And it's just those type of relationships are com- comforting and, you know, they come about because of very grave circumstances, but they also remind us of like the delicate nature of being alive and, and everyone that's around us and, and, you know, what could happen. So it, it, it's, it's like, it's a time to not go inside of yourself and think about all the bad thoughts and what this means or anything like that. It's a time to lean on other people and uh use use the group use that group to strengthen all of your bonds and you know care for each other yeah, and make sure um, that you you all are okay and that you know you're down for life now yeah no i'm I'm glad you actually brought that up because like at the funeral uh i met someone who i didn't know beforehand um but he was a mutual friend and or you know uh, we we had him as a mutual friend and um, now he's my barber, so that's great. That's uh, exactly, and so we've been hanging out and all that. Um, yeah, and I mean, life uh, life is a temporary thing, but like he, you know, the, right. those type of reverberations are they last for for years, for years. You know, this is this is takes his story to a new in a new direction. Yeah, and um, on a lighter note. Uh, I got a quick story. I also just quit my job. Oh my god! Uh, at the beginning of this month, riding more so, roller coasters than I am. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I, I quit my job on the what fourth of April, and then I found out on the fourteenth um, about my friend. Mm-hmm. But my my job story is a lot. It, it's a lot nicer. Okay. Uh, to talk about. Let's hear. It. So uh, I've been working at this grocery store. Okay. Um. And, uh, my boss, I know he didn't like me at all. Um, cause he told me multiple times he was going to like, what, cut my hours and all that. And they, no one wanted to work at the store. So he really couldn't. Um, but, uh, one morning I just like, I really wasn't feeling it. I don't know what was going on with me. Uh, but I just didn't go into work and I knew that with everything he had said beforehand that like when I went in the next day, he was just going to fire me. So I saw uh, no point in going in the next day. Love it. Um, they never called me. They never did anything. Uh, and I actually, what, just two weeks ago, I got a bonus check for $5 from them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah. Spend it with pride. Yeah. Fuck them. I used to, my favorite thing when like, whenever I knew it was about to be firing time or me quitting time, I would just take over a bunch of shifts. Like I would talk to mm. everybody and say like, Hey, can I pick up one of your shifts? And they'd be like, you sure you want to trade? And I'm like, no, 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 I need extra hours. Like, Oh yeah, I got you, man. I would hire, I would sign up for like 68 hours and then just disappear. Just wait for that check to come. Wait for that W two to come in the mail and never talk to them ever again. Yeah, you know the good thing about your way of doing it too. That's really great is getting out of there before. Because if the boss is a total dick, then they're looking forward to firing you. Like mm-hmm. that was going to be exactly. their. Yeah, that was going to be give them the satisfaction of it. Yeah, because that was going to be their chance to tell you all the bad shit you ever did. Yes, and like get you mm-hmm. out, chew you it. out. 
Yeah. And anytime, and here's the thing, and this doesn't even just go for bosses. Anytime I can take away your chance to chew me out, that is a big victory to me. Some people might say that it's avert, it's confrontation averse, but in my mind, you know, we've talked about this a bunch. Uh, but like just leaving somebody, not giving somebody a tidy ending oh, yeah. is really fucking satisfying to me. Oh no, for sure. <laughs> like you don't have to fucking, it's you, like, you don't have to, that's a, a misconception. I think even about this show is like, yes, I've quit jobs with a lot of fireworks, obviously. And it's fun and it's great, but there is another way to do this for people yeah. who don't feel they can do it. And that is take and away is everything. Yeah. When you duck out on them and you're driving, you're like, you're driving freely in your car while you're supposed to be at work. And then there's two managers that are like, what are we going to do about the Brian situation? <laughs> like, like you've yep. become a situation now. Like, they're, you're unaccountable. You're AWOL. And they're just now, like, they have to do paperwork about you without your, your like, uh, I don't know. what I don't know what I'm saying. Like, uh, they just don't consent. get anything yeah. out yeah, of you. They can't get you they to get nothing. Right. right. They can't get you to sign exit paperwork. Yeah, no. They can't get you to, like, say that, like, I did these infractions. You're just gone. They don't get to say, like, well, you call in too much and, like, you're too lazy and stuff. Because that's what they want to do, dude. They want to fucking right. tell you all the reasons you're bad. That's the cable company for me was, like, I mean, such a That's prof the only reason you become a manager in the first place, right? Is for the superiority complex. Yeah. And, and quitting the cable company was so profoundly satisfying to me because I've said it before. I took three weeks off. First of all, you should never it, listen. Managers that are listening to the show to get hints. If somebody takes three weeks off work, they're probably quitting. <laughs> yeah. That's they're burning like, up time. It's, it's just, so I took three weeks off and the day I was supposed to be back, I showed back up with my stuff and fucking quit. You know what I mean? And it was so satisfying to me because my boss didn't see me quit at all. None of my managers saw me quit. HR saw me quit. And then I did an exit interview mm. and I insulted my boss like three times. Now, whether or not my boss got that those insults on the thing, I just, I said in the exit interview, I'll tell you what I said. And he wasn't there and he didn't get to yell at me. He didn't get to have a comeback. He didn't get anything out of it. I said, I just can't work for a guy that's so much dumber than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and they had you write your exit interview out. So I wrote that on my exit interview. And like, uh, um, oh, I, I hope he got that and just like put it up on his refrigerator, like his little kid's artwork. <laughs> I was so pissed off at the guy. I just really hated his guts. And like, I just. You know, every every one of the questions I answered on that exit interview was pushing like nasty shit at all of the guys that that were above me. And then I like left and they didn't get a chance to rebut it. They yeah. didn't get anything out of it. They had to mail me my check. Like Yeah. It that is I, people like I said, it, if you're confrontation averse, that doesn't mean you can't still get one in on your boss on the way out no, the door. Different strokes for different folks all exactly. the way. Like yep. you have to figure out what your tactics are. Not everybody is bold or brazen barbarian. Like there's also thieves. There's also sneaky ass people. You know, there's <laughs> mentally we have a different skill set. That, yeah, you can fuck people up with right. in we, your we mind. Our, you can send an exit email. When that we fucks were born, everyone. we rolled the dice and we got our class and. Yeah. Uh, 
some people aren't the barbarians or whatever. Right. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I don't play D and D. Yeah, me neither. Um, but we no, do but, sometimes. But on what you said though, uh, Brian, um, yeah, uh, it was a it was a Tuesday, and so I think only like my like the the middle manager or whatever the and like one other employee was working that day, so they were fucked. Yeah, the manager had to stay at work extra late. It's just wonderful. Right. It's so great. So, yeah, you did it right. That is the way. Yeah, congratulations. You did it. Thank you. You you know, they also, before you hang up, I just want to tell you, they probably waited a couple days to see if you quit, too. That's the other funny thing when you ghost them like that. It's like they have no idea if you quit or not. Maybe he got cancer. Yeah. Can you believe he's not here? He's maybe a hangover. Like, he might just show up on Wednesday and we can just forget about this. Have y'all talked to Brian? Like, he's asking everybody at work, do any of you? you text with him hey do any of you text with him or talk to him at all because i just i don't want to think you you know what i mean so well thanks for calling in uh uh we appreciate it thanks for for having me guys thank you have a good night yeah appreciate it yeah have a good night and hit break one more and then break one more and break yeah because we've only taken two i know we're talking too much Eh, we're allowed geez that was a doozy i thought like he really teed us off there it's our fucking show right allowed. All right, thanks for calling. These people Street- in the chats, you know. Street fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Yo, yo, it's Weed Waffles. Weed, Weed Waffles. Waffles. What's up, Weed Waffles? How you doing tonight? All right, just giving you guys a quick follow up to what I told you about the end of the last call, the whole date thing. Oh, how was your uh, day? Base- the way that ended up going, just to sum it up, I'll just cut to the main point. I uh, decided to go in the full weed waffle mode. Be- so before I walked into the diner where we had breakfast, I took the biggest rip from the a pocket vaporizer I had, okay, and then Gosh, proceeded waffles. to walk in and do the date. Now you're probably asking, when how did it go? Actually, pretty well. She Good. said, and I quote, "You're very odd, but very interesting and also humorous, and you keep my attention." I think you you represented yourself very well. Yeah, I think you're dating me. You're being honest. (laughs) You're you're approaching relationships with radical honesty, it sounds like. (laughs) Like, nothing says a date's going well like you having a 15-minute conversation over breakfast about car sex. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) God, this is so fucking stupid. Good job. Hey, man. You're supposed to have a second so that's so that's the good side. Also, I found out that her baby daddy is somebody I punched back at my old job. Oh wow! See that small helps. world, small yeah. world. That helps, you know. It's like I punched your baby's uh, uh, dad out, and I know you probably hate him. That's a big move. That's a big move. It sounds like you were yeah, doing great, man. Dyna- yeah, but it's kind of a weird dynamic because you have to understand there's also a weird racial dynamic to it because oh. both me and said woman are black, but her baby's father is white. <laughs> Here's what. So to the outside looking in, this is like, this is the most Kevin Federline looking relationship I have ever seen. Yeah, I would say my advice on that is just keep it to yourself. Like you don't have to tell nobody or or, or spread the word about oh, no, what, I what you're tell, doing. I straight up then bit the, my tongue when she showed me. There won't be any problems. I, like I, yeah, I bit my tongue when she showed a picture. I was like, um, Ice T in New Jack City. Oh shit, that's that guy. <laughs> 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 but anyway, I want to come to a main point. You, we've been talking about cops and stuff around here, so I want to stay with them. Think of everyone else. 
I have a two-part question that I'd like to actually hear other people in, in later calls uh, answer on some level, but it's a two-parter one about the cops. One, what is the most insane uh, in-person sight of police incompetence you saw in person, not like on the camera, like in person? Because uh-huh. I already know what mine I've ever seen is. It's the combination between the L.A. riots and Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice obviously being number one. But for me, the one I've seen, that's the, the first half of the question is what's the most uh, explicit form of police incompetence you've seen in front of you. For me, that would be the time the police came in to break up was clearly an attempted hate crime of a bunch of chuds in my old neighborhood who were attacking a bunch of people who I don't remember what country they said they were from, but I'm just going to uh, go to the most accurate general assumption and say they're from Southeast Asia. So, okay. They're trying to like, beat up a bunch of Southeast Asian people. I was told not to get involved by my family who was there. Somebody else called the cops. I don't know who, but okay. somebody else called the cops. Uh-huh. I am told just sit on the on the porch and don't say nothing, don't do nothing. When the cops show up, take your ass in the house. If they tell you to stop, just stand there and wait. Okay. You know what the cops do if they show up? First things first, they didn't send LPD. They sent the fucking Eagle County Sheriff, so red flag number one. They sent the sheriff, not the local cops. That means something has gone completely wrong or somebody has a death wish. Sheriff Point number time. two, look, nobody was shot. But do you know how dumb it is to see cops before the... Okay, you remember how in the Tamir Rice tape you saw that the cops didn't... The cop, the car didn't come to a stop before they got out and started opening fire. We all remember that, right? Uh, like, what? Any, the, yeah. Like the Tamir Rice tape. Unfortunately, we all remember that, right? Sure. Yeah, I don't. Now, how did that relate to? I'm sorry. I I get the. I didn't get the connection there. I'm connecting. I swear I am. The reason why I use an example. Imagine that, but instead of them shooting, imagine them getting out and immediately punching people. Okay, just jumping out of the vehicle and punching people. Like imagine like that same thing, but instead of like them shooting, they're just they just hop out and start hitting people with nightsticks. Okay. okay, that sounds and I, fucking everybody, wild. Yeah, beat everybody. Like they hit an old man. They hit an old man. Yeah, I mean, I guess the tragic nature of it all is actually quite humorous uh, in this absurd world that we live in. Oh no, this is not me being funny. This is me actually trying to be uh, quarter serious right now because I got the funny stuff out the way off. So. <laughs> ah, <laughs> well, all right. What's, well, what's your next act? Yeah, yeah. What's next? The second half. The second half of it is: what is the dumbest excuse you heard somebody make defending the cops? And I, and yes, I am going to say I got serious about this because yeah, Derek Chauvin got found guilty, and I was a little bit worried he was going to get off because a dear friend of mine lives in Minneapolis, so a riot kicks off, her and her kids are in the way of danger, so. Yeah, it's a little bit under my skin because of getting it out of here. Hmm. But what, what's the dumbest excuse you've ever heard of people defending the guy? I don't, I mean, they all look the same to me at this point. I don't, I guess I have, I don't have a top, uh, 
Sorry. You put one. I, I really don't know how to answer this one. I mean, I it's all they're all they all have the same three arguments. Oh, what if somebody tries to break into your house and then the other two that I can't forget? So or that I can't remember. But, you know, it's always the same three arguments, right? You know, what about criminals? What if somebody tries to break into your house? And uh, what if somebody kills somebody? What are we going to do about people who kill people? That's always the only, that's the only three of the uh, uh, cops. Yes. Somebody in the chat said, I'm out of if you're innocent, you have, you have nothing to hide. So, you know, there's also that. But, uh, uh, hey, Kush Waffles, we got everybody in the chat real quick. I just want to say to everybody in the chat real quick. I'm not trying to sound crazy. I just have a shitty mic. We oh, no, you're just I'm crazy, to, like, Waffles. Yeah, we like you. No, we like you. We you like you. We're not going to let the chat pick on you, Weed Waffles. You, you have to crazy. put up with it. But, yeah, I mean, you, you, you're, you're, they don't have the courage to call in and say anything. Yeah. But, but hey, 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 Weed Waffles, we got to hit a break here. So uh, uh, it's lovely to hear from you. But uh, we love you. But we're going to hit a break now. Oh no, that's I knew you had to do a break. That's why I wanted to keep it short. Well, good. thank you for keeping it short. We waffles, we love you. Have a good night. All right. All that's, right. Uh, we'll see you yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Have a good night, weed waffles. Um Yeah, um I don't I haven't I don't know I've seen many awkward cop moments. They're always like assholes. They're just always I've never got I've never in person seen them like have a fail. I'd love to see one try to run around a corner and like slip on some mud or something. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I have, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I can never think, especially after last year, get my ass whipped by them. Yeah. There was sprayed. some. I hate them. They like, got, I just can't even think about them. During the protest, a lot of them did get owned. There was plenty of moments where like a protester kicked a fucking smoke grenade back and then they slipped and fell and shit. Or, or, or they like were trying to push against the ranks, and then everybody backed up, and then they all fell forward. Yeah, yeah. there were some moments. Yeah, there's some stuff. Well, all let's right. get a break in. We'll come back. We'll take the rest of these calls. We got a whole fucking queue. Yeah, it's we're gonna, gonna we're, we're gonna have no to, more talking. Yeah, we're gonna have to. You know, let's keep them. Uh, what's the word? Uh, 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 concise. There you go. We gotta have concise calls. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back as quick as possible. This yes, Mira, the, the hood on this, uh, uh, sweatshirt is very weird, but I just like wearing a hood. Okay. So, that's all. Uh, this is Bullet Nurse this week is the music on Street Fight Radio. Uh, they sent this in. It says, nice. No, it doesn't. It says, my name is Lee from Tucson. I'm best known for my lighthearted rap stuff, but I also make Death, Industrial, Drone, and Experimental Electronic. Here are what I think are a few of my best tracks. If anyone would like to check the rest of my stuff, you can go to soundcloud.com slash bulletnurse. So thank you, Lee, for sending this in. This is Bullet Nurse. If you make music and you want to hear it on Street Fight Radio and you don't have like a CD Baby account or some sort of shit that's going to flag us on SoundCloud, uh, send it to streetfightradio at gmail.com or contact on streetfightradio.com. Uh, we'll be back after Bullet Nurse. Peace. Looks like shit. Smells like shit. Mars be shit. Needle tip makes us 
From Bobby's putting work just like a commie Even if you fucking shot me I'd come back like he's a Nami Whole squad Woody, Phil, Bill, Chucky, Tommy Beat your ass like Rocky Knock you down like a tsunami Got the cheat code That's why all the bitches want me Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right B.A. start just like a Nami Whole squad Woody, Phil, Bill, Chucky, Tommy Popping pills like Edamami He got beef just like pastrami I stay in the dark like Donnie Sign my fucking name and kanji Blow it up like Planet M And then they pick a low and Got me, whole squad with me, Phil, Lil Chucky, Tommy. Yo, bitch, call me Poppy. Eat this dick just like salami. Call your bitch like walkie talkie. Get my nothing, watch tsunami. I just can't be copied. Loop this track and keep it popping. Yeah. Uh. Get 
your whole squad back and I just caught a couple bodies And I thought you were the shit until I popped the trunk and cocked the shoddy Now you're going potty, Nosferatu and this bitch on Oxycontin Poppin' Molly, astronaut is what they call me Swollen bones, Illuminati, stole your girl and hit it raw I fold her up like origami, touch her toes, she's like a naughty Phone on silent, homie, why you callin', why you crying? If you wanna jump, I'm just the froggy, y'all some bugs, I'm fucking starving Hardly even trying, I'm the type to start some shit and kill myself just for the hype There's all this baby mama drama, got me fucked up out my mind So I be smoking all the time, you got a problem, come and find me, I ain't never trying to hide My whole squad killers, bitch, your vision getting foggy You can't see the end is nigh, we dropping bombs and counting bodies Middle fingers to the sky, I got the whole squad with me Fill a little Chucky Tommy, kill the beat like every time I fuck it up, I'm never sorry Sorry. Welcome back to Street Fight Radio. If you enjoyed the music, that was Bullet Nurse. You can find them at soundcloud.com slash bullet nurse. Thanks for sending that in. I've got a whole slate of music coming up. We've got a lot of wonderful people that make music that listen to the show. And we appreciate all of you that send it in to share. You know, we will we'll play anything that you send. It's an open forum for real. But you got to have more than one song. Sometimes people send us like one wave of like a band that they're messing around with. And I'm like, I can't do anything with this. I'm I'm looking for an EP. We need like two or three songs. I need an EP. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, call so far, off the wall, wild, long-winded. Uh, but now we go into speed mode because it's a full queue. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Um. Hello. Howdy. Yes. Um, my name is Outer Organism on Twitter, and I was just calling in to say, hey, that was really cool how you guys discussed um, earlier the problem the gentleman had with his car and such, and how I thought it was really um, inspiring how you guys really didn't fight about it, but kind of came to an agreement at the end. That was really nice. But um, I just wanted to also call real quick to mention a um, podcast I heard a couple days ago called um, Psychedelic Salon. And on it, they interview a gentleman named William Leonard Picard, who um, got busted in 2000 for making like planetary quantities of stuff. And um, he tells his story of just getting released from a double life sentence in prison that he got a competition, uh, comp- what is it? Com- you know what I mean? Where do you get out Commuted. of prison early? I can't think of the word. Right now. Yeah. Commuted. Yes, thank you. Commuted. And, um, sure enough, while he was in there, he wrote a, like a 600 page book called the Rose of Perselsius. And, um, this book is the most beautiful, like poetic journey into the world in which he lived and what got him into the situation and led him up to that point. And I highly recommend listening to the psychedelic salon. They're doing a uh, multi-part um, journey through the book being read by different 
um, people from around the world each chapter. But the first chapter is read by Leonard right before he was released from prison on 15-minute phone calls from solitary confinement. And I highly recommend listening to him if you guys really want to get a soul shatter. Oh, that's what I'm into, actually. I'm totally into soul shattering stuff. So, perfect. Yeah, the chat agrees. They cool. said uh, they have a good backlog of Terrence McKenna lectures as well. Who's that's one of my dudes for sure. Yeah, you should do oh, psychedelic yeah, yeah. salon. You 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 got you got that psychedelic mindset. I'm living it. Yeah, you do live it. <laughs> yeah, I'm living it. Hell yeah! We all have a beautiful night. You too, buddy. Have a good night. Yeah, appreciate the call. All right. Let's get this next one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's like roll right into them, you know? Oh, shit. Whoops. <clears throat> Whoopsie daisy. Wow. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Oh, shit. It's Brett and Brian. This is the only way I can listen to this show with no lag. What's up, guys? Brian. Hey, how's it going? Going good. How about y'all? Pretty good. I mean, we're doing all right. I'm a little tired, but, you know, I'm going to make it through. So what's going on tonight? Uh, not a ton of shit. Uh, I just wanted to call and uh, talk about a funny time that I dealt with police incompetence. Okay. Oh, yay. Weed waffles. Be Weed happy. waffles. So, you up there. Yes. So this was something where, uh, and by the way, it's Riku, by the way, if anyone didn't know. Hey. Uh, and also, I was in the back of a car, and I was about to smoke with my dealer because I was friends with him. We, he, like, lived across the street from me really nice guy. Like I, we, my family knew him from childhood. Okay. So like Took we were already idea. friends. Yeah. We, well, he was a little bit older than me, but like my brothers took baths with, sure. with okay. them. Like he was like maybe a couple years older than me, but I'm in the back of his car and we're about to smoke. And all of a sudden, like you see like the, the cop car pull up lights. We are frozen because like I have like the pipe in my hand with material in it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so fucked. <laughs> so right. fucked. Caught dead and to rights. The, the lights come up. Caught dead to rights. There is no fucking way that like I was going to get out of this. And so they shine the light in and they talk to the guy who's, you know, sitting in the front seat, my dealer. And they're like, Oh, is this your car? And, uh, he's like, yeah, it's my car. And he's like, Oh, you guys just chilling in it. And he's, he's like, yeah, uh, we're just, uh, we're just hanging out in it. And he's like, Oh, that's cool. Because we've actually had like a couple car break-ins recently. And like, we just want to make sure like no one's breaking into your car as long as yours, it's good. And they just drove away. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. They had and, some and, dirty and dope smokers right form. in their grasp. They did have you. They did. They had, they had the gun to my head. And they pulled the trigger, and there was no fucking bullet. And it was, oh, God, it such a rush. And then you just smoke a bunch more weed. Every yeah. time we ever got pulled over, as soon as the cop went away, we were like, we got to smoke a bunch more weed now. We got to get over that with weed. Yeah, yeah. It's going to take a lot of yeah, weed to like, get over oh, this. <laughs> got to have the celebration for, for a second. It's a good reason. It's definitely a good reason to celebrate. Put something in the air. Yes, it was. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and also, I wanted to, I just wanted to thank uh, Brett for the uh, fake uh, Yeezy boost shit uh, today. He gave me a lot of info, uh, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Brett. Yeah, not a problem. Hope you enjoy your yeah. your uh, medium pimping lifestyle. 
Dude, I I need shoes. I wore the fuck out of these ones. I I walk like Brian, but like in the house, I pace a lot. Okay, yeah. I mean, I pace a lot too. Trust me, I'm a pacer and a half. Dude, I I pace so like when I'm on right now, I'm pacing in my garage. But like, I pace so bad that I make the animals in my house nervous. I make my yeah. wife nervous. It's bad. Yeah, I can do miles. I can do miles in a living room. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pacer. Oh, yeah. I'm big for time. sure. I, I, I have worn holes in carpets, for sure. Let me jump on the phone real quick and, and go ahead and get some enough steps in. <laughs> you know, through yeah. the whole damn house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anytime I talk to my... Any, my mom always knew when I was talking to my dad on the phone because she's like, yeah, you were pacing the same path the whole fucking time for like yeah. 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling any, in. Anyway, guys, I'll... Yeah, I'll let you go. Uh, thanks for talking. Appreciate it. Have a great night. Hey, man, I got a good tip. You too. That I found out. Yeah. If you're tripping and uh, you're around a treadmill, walk on the treadmill for like 15 minutes and then get off of that thing and you will feel like you're flying through outer space. I mean, I already like, feel weird when I get off of a treadmill. Right. Yeah. But yeah, when you're really twisted, then it adds an extra level. You're going to be cogging the treadmill all night long. True. That's a that's a good tip. Yeah. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Yo, it's Sick Vic. What's up? What's up, Sick Vic? How you doing? Doing all right. I got a dare story, but if the the theme of the night is police incompetent stories, so I can either tell a quick dare story or uh, tell the story of how I got knocked out like three times in like an hour. <laughs> dare, dare is story. police incompetence like in practice yeah yeah we'll do that one because the other one's just a bummer um so I'm, I'm from calgary and like the drunk driving here is like a pretty crazy thing so uh probably at least once a month in high school they'll get the whole school in the gymnasium and they'll do like some crazy speech like sometimes it's just really corny but like sometimes it gets like really fucked up so the the the, we, the one that really was probably the more fucked up one is there there was a rumor going around that someone who went to the high school I went to had like died in a drunk driving accident and the rumor was that the cops bought the wrecked car and they'd go and put it just on the lawn of the high school every now and then. Yeah, that happens all over that happened and in my school, yeah, that happened in schools all over the country. Yeah, is it always the same rumor that it's someone from the high school? Because I swear. No, I've heard of. No, that sounds like local lore. No, I've heard of places saying that two students died in a drunk driving accident yeah, and put yeah. the car on the lawn, oh. and then you find out they're still alive. No, that did happen. You're right. They pretended that kids died. You're right. They did pretend like there was a horrific tra traffic accident. Yeah, because the rumor was is that this is the car like this is the car and the family like donated or something and it's like oh yeah. we want to make sure that sounds like that kids always a remember but mythologizing but, stuff but yeah it does it, no one ever believed it either but the, the the really funny one is they got there's this guy called rob nash and he uh this is kind of like the weird the weird mix of get motivated butt fest and uh and uh the dare officer so he go this guy when he was a kid gone to like this really bad car wreck and almost died and he just decided from that moment forward he was gonna like 
dedicate his life to like motivating high school students and like some of the stuff is cool because they'll like go in and just tell people to be yourself whatever all that but he had this thing where he'd get people to do like the straight edge pledge where you'd like go with him back into his tour van and you'd like sign this little note to be like i will never do drugs and stuff cool and it's uh, just always so weird but like look up look up music it's called like the rob nash project and just really like it rock oh yeah awesome. i love it thanks for uh, thanks for the tip yeah yeah that's all i got for you i'm i'm I'll, I'll head out i know you're in speed round mode so uh you guys take it easy thank you appreciate hey, it thanks for calling always take her easy <laughs> that is wild though that they would bring the the wrecked car and just drop it on the uh, lawn at the school and then you were supposed to be like oh that's fucked up that car <laughs> you know <laughs> like what does it do you know I we had the prom promise at our school which was I promised not to do drugs or have sex on prom night and then you you signed the pledge and then they gave you a t-shirt and then you went and did drugs and had sex on prom right <laughs> we had the prom promise but we also had the whole we had we did have a whole uh we had a whole get together uh, of presentation where kids acted out like what it would be like on prom night if you got into a drunk driving accident. I skipped it though. Like I, on, I literally, I know that stuff happened, and I remember even hearing people saying like they set up a crashed car. I was gone. Like yeah, as, as, as soon as they were like, everybody's going over here to do this thing in a big crowd. I was like, well, they'll never notice that I'm gone. Like the teachers are just going to assume that I was there. So I'm leaving the school grounds now. Yeah. That's if, it's how not a, if it's not a school, if it's not a classroom situation where they know where I'm at, I'm not here. Yeah. If you can just, I never went to an assembly. No, I did all you the know? time. Yeah, as I was soon as like, I knew, I'm out of here, man. We would we would laugh because like kids would be walking and going into the go like just start filing into the assembly hall, and then me and my friends would just walk straight and open up the doors and then walk to the outside and then run away from school. <laughs> we had an astronaut come to our school that had gone to our high school when he was growing up, and he came and he gave a whole speech, and people were heckling him, and then they stole his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah it was really funny because the next day on the announcements no the next day on the announcements they were like whoever stole that jacket is in really big trouble <laughs> that's a collectible <laughs> yeah well it was it was like one of those like it was like a, a jacket Varsity with jacket. all the stuff all over yeah. it and shit from nasa and it's oh, like, it was a NASA jacket. Yeah, it was like the real. It was a NASA thing. varsity jacket. Yeah, and this is a motherfucker that's been to space, and right. he comes and he's like, "I want to tell all these kids about space," and then, <laughs> and then somebody steals his fucking jacket. Later that night, some Robbie is like smoking a blunt, like, "Yeah, I got the astronaut jacket yep. in someone's garage." <laughs> it was so funny, and somebody in the chat said, "Space nerd." That's exactly what everybody was saying in the in the audience. Yeah. It was just like, "What a fucking dork, dude." Who goes yeah. to space? Why do you, you know? You ever do a burnout? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who the fuck? Hey, oh yeah. Oh, I went to space. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just remember everybody laughing as soon as they said, "Whoever stole that jacket's in big trouble." On the uh, announcements, <laughs> did they get it back? You know? No, no. Absolutely. No, dude, I'll Pond. tell you right now. I swear to you on my life, I have no idea who took that jacket. So it, it it's it, probably bare. Someone probably got freaked and buried it in the woods <laughs> out in groveport ohio somewhere right it 
it was a, it had to be somebody outside of my purview, which sure. that doesn't, cause there were all kinds of bad kids. I was more of like a, uh, heavy metal hip hop bad kids, but then there were the redneck bad kids too. Yeah. So like the redneck bad kids probably stole it is my guess. You know, somebody, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a flag. It's like for all the bad kids, they're trying to get that. Yeah. That piece of uh, bragging rights. I mean, we hated the redneck bad kids. Like, we hated their guts. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I we just... We had redneck bad kids, too. So. I, I just think, like, well, hey, you know, if they stole the jacket, I, you know, that's good for all of us. You know, that lifts all of our profiles. Sure, sure. That makes... <laughs> that puts the heat on them. I hope they get caught with it, dumbass hillbillies. <laughs> all right, next call. Thanks for calling Street Fighter. Who are we talking to tonight? Oh, it's me. Turn it off. It's you. It's totally you. (laughs) And yes, turn it off. (laughs) Yeah, um, I didn't think I would get on. Yeah, uh, my name's Krista, and I I know you guys are going through like a speed round, so I'll try to do this as fast as possible. We got time for you, Krista. We got time for you, Krista. In the middle. (laughs) Thanks. So I'm like in the middle of a situation with the police right now, oddly. And uh, I'd like some advice. Okay. Um, so, one is don't get so, in a okay. situation so with the police. That's my that's this is my extra well, I, That was Jeez. my first. I laid out my whole police philosophy okay. on the first call of the night. So this is extra that is, innings. That is actually a philosophy that I that I also ascribe to, and so or subscribe to. And uh, anyway, let's hear it. Uh, let me let me set the scene. Okay. So I run a, I'm like a 40 year old lady in North Carolina and I run a junk building material store. Think Ollie's, but like a lot less successful. We sell cabinets and flooring. I'm not exploiting anybody. I'm not a small business tyrant. I exploit my own labor. It just fucking sucks. Can I basically retail? You find stuff for cheap and sell it for a little bit more. Yeah. And you're in the worst. A little bit more. Yeah. It's like flipping, but just. I've got a small warehouse that I rent. I just say you're you in the, the scene, right? You're in the worst business though, because there's nothing you can really take home and use. You know, it's like, oh, I got a bunch of cabinets. Great. You know? Yeah, I got vinyl flooring for yeah, fifty I put a ton cents. Of ca- I got like I put a ton of cabinets in my house. It's ridiculous. There's That's cabinets what I would do. everywhere. All That's what I would I do. Could take. I did take. There'd be cabinets in my <laughs> living room. There'd be cabinets in my basement. It would just be a cabinet house. People would move in the next house, yeah. and pe- the next people would move into like, my house after. Going on? Yeah, and they're like, "Well, there's a lot of storage here." There, w- there was a guy I knew, absolute <laughs> yeah. le- a legend of the working class. He worked at Lowe's, and any time things got discounted or written off, he would buy windows. He would buy all the stuff. He built his whole house with like clearance Lowe's things that he used his discounts on. Yeah. And none of the windows were the same. Yeah. But they all were like brand spanking new <laughs> and fucking good. He laid the, fa- he did the There's whole. probably like some of the fancy ones too that like flip down that you can like wash from the inside. And yeah. All you know, the Lowe's got all the good shit. Yeah. He wasn't picky so. at all. He's like, I need like, I need a half a dozen, win- I need a couple dozen windows for this damn house. I don't care what they are. I don't, they don't have to match. <laughs> just have to see through them. My neighbor yeah. across the street was a big <laughs> flea market nut. He was way into flea markets, and he would buy building supplies too, and just build onto his house constantly. It was just that place looked like pure shit. But hey, you know, he had what he wanted. If any, if anybody is looking for something to do, there are tons of hillbillies that make their money selling junk building materials. Yeah. Get in there if you know how to use the computer and use eBay. You can get right in there, okay? It's easy. I'm back on it. 
I'm back on eBay. I'm already been I've been sifting through junk for a week now, and I'm I'm ready to get back into it. I'm going yard sailing again. Turn this trash. Oh, junkyards! You know, you you figure you figure like the the expensive parts on cars that people don't even know about, like uh, mirrors or something like that. And there you go. Yeah. So anyway, so that's my business. But back to my police situation. Yeah. I get a call last weekend from the sheriff's department, which is very weird. I mean, I thought it was going to be one of those like just junk calls or something. So I answered it, and uh, and he says. We got a bunch of trash uh, in this dumpster that's been dumped, and there's boxes with your name and your business name all over oh. it. And uh, we're trying to get to the bottom of it, right? <laughs> and I'm terrified of the police, okay? Yeah. And so, like, again, again, I'm just like a 40-year-old lady, okay? I'm not trying to have any interactions or nope. whatever. So I just I capitulate. My first reaction is I capitulate completely, and I say, look, I am, uh, I don't live near my store, but I'll be back at work on Monday and I will totally look into it and try to get to the bottom of this with you. I'd like to cooperate, officer, all this stuff, you know, just, yeah. it was disgusting. Sir, yes, uh, sir, anyway. my trash was improperly placed, sir. Please go away, sir, and don't investigate my life at all, sir. I got to say, cops getting yeah. to the butt. See, this is the thing about cops, right? It's like. If they were just guys that spent all day trying to figure out who threw trash in the wrong dumpster without, like, really having any power to do anything about it, I'd be like, fuck it, you know? We don't need to defund the police, you know? Like, this is, like, a big... Yeah, you know. yeah this is kind of crime. Yeah, we might, yeah. Yeah, I would so, I would let that okay, go. So, so that's, like, Saturday. And then Sunday goes by, and then I'm just like, no, fuck the police. I mean, I you know... Uh, I don't have to disclose my customer list to anybody, and that's not really, like, they don't really have purview over that, but because I'm a pussy, I was like, you know, I'm just going to uh, hope they don't call back, which they didn't, but I got into work on Monday, and uh, there's a bunch of psychotic messages on my voicemail for work um, with this guy I'm not going to say his name, but it, let's say it was like Chad Chatterson the yeah. third, and he says, "This is Chad Chatterson the third, architect." Every time he said his name, he said "architect" weird. after it. Weird. And um, yeah. where? Yeah, yeah. Where? Like, we need to find out about the the job site location or something. That's Joe Biden right? doctor shit. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." I don't know. Like, I mean, anyway. So uh, I, I was actually just busy on Monday. And I was, uh, Tuesday came around, one of your other callers mentioned a suicide that he's had to go through, and I think a lot of us had to. We just had a friend of ours that committed suicide. And I, uh, I, I'm sorry to be dark, but like, the crucible of grief. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, this seems so unimportant. And so I get back into the office Tuesday morning. He calls first thing. I pick it up, and I am in no fucking mood to deal with Chad Chatterson, uh-huh. the third architect, right. about his trash issue. So uh, I just tell him, like, no, dude, I'm not giving you any information. The law hasn't called me back. I mean, you can just fuck off with this. I think at one point I said I wasn't going to be part of his Nancy Drew investigation into his trash caper. Mm-hmm. And uh, that really just sent him into orbit. So, uh, and I let the customer know this. I let the customer know all of this stuff, too, that was going on. And she was, like, agreeing with me and stuff. She was a Bernie Sanders supporter and stuff, so pretty cool. And uh, 
So nothing happens. And then Thursday, I come into work, and he dumped all the trash at my front door of my store, so Whoa. I couldn't even open the front door. Oh, shit. What is that? Holy shit. Shit, an architect did that? <laughs> yeah, uh, by the way, I want to tell yeah. you, the reason yeah. he said architect at the end of his name is because he knows like a lot of people want to be architects. So that's like a prestige thing for him. I know. He's letting well, you know. I mean, was that spend- what it was? Yeah. I mean, what if I'm like I'm like Krista, building material junk dealer. You know, I mean, who what who says that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate to do this to you, but do you know how they ended up in their dumpster? So yeah, I do. So I called the uh, customer and I talked to the uh, I talked to the installer and like the, it's a really small kitchen. I sell to poor people; those are my customers, uh-huh. and so it was like not a big deal. And they even gave away like half of their con. Like the the comical thing was when I saw all the trash that was dumped. At first, I was thinking that they dumped countertops and all kinds of construction trash and right. filled a trash can up. It was literally enough like cardboard that I could put into my regular recycle bin and my regular weekly bin that we have, which is just not. It's just like a like a one that you wheel to the road. It was not a, a big amount of trash at all. And so that's what really like I was like, what is? I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I can understand being pissed if, like, you have, like, thousands of pounds of trash or it filled it up or something like that. Yeah. I've even rented trash containers. They do cost money, but uh, but that wasn't the case. This was just, like, a really small amount of trash. I mean, I cleaned it up. Like, we cleaned it up when we got to work in 10 minutes. It was not a big deal. Yeah. So, um, and I talked to the customer, and I talked to the contractor, and here's the thing. The contractor, he's just, like, a handyman, you know? Yeah. Uh, Latino guy and like he said that he was working on this job site and he went over there actually he said he went over there to take a pee in the port of John and asked him if it would be okay if he'd throw that trash in and he did uh, and so that's his story and it sounds legit because this guy's picked up from me before that yeah. sounds like what really happened he's not like also, you know dumping trash around the county or anything like that if the trash was in the trash it made it to the right place yeah like, trash I, I'm not trash too- yeah, I'm not concerned about how it got there, who it came from. Um, you know what you're actually reminding me of? It's weird. This is a weird happenstance because uh, I was thinking about talking about this at some point. But the biggest comment thread I ever saw on Nextdoor in my neighborhood was a woman threw away some cardboard into a recycling container and she didn't break down the cardboard. And someone oh my God. went to throw cardboard away and fished their boxes out of the, the recycling and then wrote them a letter to say that you need, they wrote them aggressive letters saying you need to break down your boxes and like, you're a bad citizen, a bad, you know, like you, you're just, you're everything that's wrong about the world. I mean, how much more time does that take than breaking down the boxes? You know, I, I don't I mean, get it. The idea that this guy, like, drove this i mean he he got into his dumpster fished out this trash put it into his car drove it clear across town because he made sure to let me know that he was building in a rich area yeah you know and like you I know mean, and he drove it across town and then at the at, at night uh like put it in front of my door and did i mean this is psychotic behavior you know right. i mean this is like a but, breakdown of humanity but this is this is a moment where, like, you're just a player in somebody else's fucking film. Like, y- you just have to figure out how to get your... That's what I'm- it's like the same thing as the first call. Like, you need to figure out how to get out of this world. 
You know, like when I've talked, like if police have asked me for stuff, I usually ask to act aloof and say, I don't know. I'm say, ask, ask me for specifics. What do you want to know? Like, if you ask me directly, I'm not going to volunteer information. Um, like you found yourself trapped in these weird instances of power that these people wanted. Like you, you just are the, the, the person of the day. That they decided they were going to show you what's what. It's the same. It's the same thing as the Taco Bell story. It's the same thing as the fucking calling the three one one. Like it's just that feeling of power. Like you did something wrong, or like you did something that wasn't nice. I think it wasn't nice what you did. So now you have to pay the price. And I mean, again, I didn't throw the trash out. No. I'm going to tell you, he went into orbit because I finally like took this phone call from this guy, and it's like. He, he was so upset because he's never been told no. And the fact that he yeah. was being told no yes. by me, I think, really set him off, you know? Like, he was just, like, outraged. No, absolutely. <laughs> you know? No, they want things to go their way. They're, <sighs> they're looking for a little hit where they just bully somebody and tell, like, hey, you know what? I've achieved a lot more than you could ever dream of, and I'm going to tell you what because your day I'm is. i architect. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to tell you how your day is going. You don't tell me shit. Like I shit on you. Like I yeah. I show up and throw my cardboard on you. Yeah. <laughs> that is so weird. So I did a thing. So I I I I'm like so the the uh so the advice that I need. I might have made it worse. But I called the same deputy that had called me, which had not called me to follow up on this. And he says to this guy's credit, he's like, I don't know. I went there. It seemed like a really small amount of trash, not even a pickup truck load. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had to call you, but uh, he called me back, and I told him that you don't, you don't have to give us your customer name. And then he told me that he's, tra- he's done this before. He's tracked down somebody else uh, throwing out trash oh in his God. container. And so, yeah, so he was, like, doing it before. And I was like, look, I just want to report this guy because I want this to be on record that he's a total psycho. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. And then I Googled his name, and on our local news, he was talking about gentrifying an area that he was moving into because he builds, like, these, like, shipping container-type houses. Stay away, stay away. This is a rough neighborhood. He was like, this is a rough neighborhood. I carry a 38 on my hip. And that's at that point, I was like, I don't want to antagonize this guy anymore. Because I'm going to get blown away for some trash that literally took me 10 minutes. But why yeah. do I have to be the, the good one? Why, do, why does he get away with that? You know, he's in the wrong. He's been a psychopath, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I crazy. At the end of, like, the thing that keeps me going at the end of the day is I feel like I'm better than those people. Like, in a way, you have to know that, like, yeah. you didn't indulge power fantasies. You didn't indulge insecurity. You didn't in- indulge any of these, uh, feelings or emotions that come up that would create, like, a circumstance. This is all about cardboard that was properly disposed of. <laughs> um, I, I, I think, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I feel like just, you just have to know, that you interacted with people that like you're on a higher vibration level than like they, they, those are monkey people. Uh, yeah. Those are monkey people. And sometimes it's you have so to deal with fucking knowing monkey that people. He is telling this story to his buds. Oh yeah. Like, listen here. I don't know what their names are. Yep. Like they're out on a boat somewhere right. right now. And he's like, and then I dumped that trash right on our door. 
she couldn't even get in, you know? I told that bitch. You know, I can just see it right now. No, you're right. No, you're right. It's, but me it's pathetic. The, the people doing that are pathetic. Like, you know that. That's why you're saying it like that. You know they're pathetic. They don't know any... They don't have any real, real understanding of anything. They're living on very temporary pops of power yeah. and, and dominance and all that stuff. And it's, it doesn't, it's not fulfilling. It's not a fulfilling life to feel like you always one up some people, you know, cooperating. Uh, is, I know, but he, he probably told this story on a boat. I'm yeah. telling it to y'all right now. Yeah. I'm going to be on a boat. <laughs> Me too. We'll hook Me you too. up. Sorry. I'll, I'll, <laughs> you, I, we'll put you on the first list of boat people. You can use there's our boat. Work, there's a lot of working class people that need to go on a boat tour. Maybe we'll do the first Street Fight cruise and get get the most of you that have suffered. Oh my god, yeah, that's that sounds amazing. Let's do the Street Fight cruise. We'll get you on there. I just watched a movie about those people stuck on that cruise ship uh, at the beginning of COVID. Did not seem like a good experience. Oh, we'll yeah. never get on. That a doesn't boat. sound good. Yeah, I don't it's know. really yeah. it's like a 40 minute documentary on HBO Max. But there is this part of this documentary where this woman has been on a boat for like a month because they wouldn't let them off <laughs> and they don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? They have no idea. It's the very first days of COVID. So they don't fucking know how it spread. They don't know who has it. They're not testing everybody. But every time they do test people, they're like, we got another 43 cases on this boat. And this woman's giving an interview at one point, And she goes like this. And, and it just, this line will stick with me for the rest of my life. And I'll never stop thinking about, about it. She's like, yeah, I've been talking to my family at home. And they asked me, am I going to ever go on a cruise again? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going on one in May. And I was just like, <laughs> you know what? I know she Can't didn't give it up. I know she didn't go. Listen, I, she was not going to let this experience take her down. And part of me looked at her and said, you know what? I would have said I'm never getting on a motherfucking boat again in my entire life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you got to kind of look at this person and be like, okay. You know, yeah, something to look up at, look yeah. up to. But uh, I'll have to save it for another night. But we got a good cruise ship uh, story to <laughs> that customer that we had to deal with. They're yeah. a whole different species. It's like a whole different type of branch of people. They're like Disney people. <laughs> Disney adults, weird anyway. people. Well, thanks for calling so, in. So I just oh. I. Yeah, I just get the uh, the satisfaction of being on a higher vibration. I think that's what I already figured, but... Well, man. I mean, even look at, like... I mean, look at all those rich-ass people that can't... Like, all they want to do is interact with us. Like, they just want to be a part of our world, and they never will know what it's like to be on the other side of their fucking bullshit. You know? Like, we forever... Yeah. We, we forever get to, to have our camaraderie, you know, with, like, the vast number of people... Like, the majority of people. Like that—that's what we get in return. That's true. Yeah, we're better. All right, than thank them. you. All. We're better thanks. than them. Uh, I mean, we're, I mean, sorry to say it out loud, but we're better than them. We are, for sure. We know it. We're not flaunting it. We're trying to convince people to go in a new direction and catch the hints. But yeah, I mean, sometimes like in those situations, like it's like when someone yells at you and someone tries to debase you, you know, like. I, I can't be touched in that way. So then you, I, I feel, I feel bad for people now, you mm -hmm. know, that like try to come at me like that. It's like, wow, your life is just so like pathetic. Like you're, it's just pitiful 
that you you're you've turned uh, a little extra recycling into like a whole debacle. Like I I feel bad about that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta watch that cruise ship, Doc. Man, it's fucking wild. <laughs> Sounds like it. it I sucks. mean, I love cruising too. I'm this fucking poor guy, man. Here's the other thing. There's this poor guy from Indonesia. That's his first. He got a job. He's like, I want to see the whole world. You know, I'm gonna. I'm. I find. I. I read about a cruise ship on the internet. I never saw one. And I just was like enraptured by the whole idea. And then by the end of the fucking movie, he's just by the end of this documentary, he's totally fucking disillusioned with the cruise ship industry. You know? Where, wow. Yeah, he's just like the this shit is uh not great. I love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll check it out. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Am I on the air? You are on the air. Right now? Yes. Oh, hi. I didn't think this moment would come. Here it is. Um, so I'm going to skip the whole, I'm going to keep it short because I know you're trying to move it along. You can take your time. Um, sorry. I'm like slightly nervous, which is weird because I talk on the phone for a living. So, well, um, I think it was, was it you, Brian, who said recently, like you're, you're going through the doors, right? No, that's Brett. Sorry. I have like, that's, Brett, sorry I mixed you guys up. I'm really bad with the names. I have Me like too. horrendous anxiety in the moment for some reason. Hey, I wouldn't but, worry uh, about. Anyway, I, continuing. Also, I also have. I am the worst with names. So try. One of the things I try to do okay. on this show. But is also, it's B's. You guys both have B names. So B R. B R. B B. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. For B-R. sure. Yeah, it's a double whammy. <laughs> it's a. It's a brain. Trickle anyway. Okay, continuing. So you're talking. I also went through a divorce like two years ago. Okay. And uh, you said this thing that was like it resonated with me so much, dude. How you said uh, your issue with romantic love is that it's conditional, and you have this like boundless. I don't think that was the word you used, but it was a vibe I got. And I'm starting to like kind of uh, bounce up and down, and like. Sorry, I'm kind of like fidgety because I'm getting no, excited fine. about what you said. No, boundless like you have this like boundless, unconditional love for humanity, and that uh, you just you have an issue with romantic love because it's like conditional. I just love a lot of the things that you have to say about, like even the dude that called about the scam uh, that came up. He was like trying to scam people with the yeah pro- the, the property damage accidents for yeah. money, and you were like. You know what? I don't hate on that guy. I just hate that he's like in that position that he feels that hard up that he's got to do that. I just fucking love that attitude. I wanted to like, thank you because there's not enough of that in this world. I feel like there's a lot of just fucking toxicity towards people. Just like from the get go, we like suspect everyone of being terrible off and just like, I mean, part of it's like growing up. I'm 30. I just turned 30 this year. And, uh, so growing up in like the post 9-11 world, it's like you can hardly remember like a time before that just being the default attitude. And, uh, and okay, so moving along, keeping it on point here. I'm going to skip that one. No. I might give away my identity or actually fuck it, whatever. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, when people, I think it was the last person or the person before, um, I think it was you also said the attitude of like, just kind of like, I feel bad for you when people attack you about like petty shit also. 
thank you. <laughs> like, right. I just fucking hate, like, because uh, I think it sends the message to somebody, like, low-key, because it might, like, ruffle their feathers, like, inadvertently, because they're like, damn it, I couldn't get them! Ah! But, uh, anyway, maybe it's like, well, wait a minute, maybe that's, like, a waste of my energy, you know? Uh, yeah, you have so to I figure, should just let it go. Yeah, you have to figure out when you're going to engage. I mean, I, for uh, at my yeah. point, at point at this point, I've seen most things, and uh, you know, I can just disengage from stuff, I guess, or or you know, uh, I don't know. I, I move. I just try to move in a way uh, to be friendly and to not distrust people. And when it comes to situations that other people would say were dangerous or like you shouldn't be around these people or whatever um like if you treat if you treat anybody with kindness like they're not they don't take advantage of you seriously like they don't try to get it one over on yeah, you dude. If, if you if you are friendly and listen yeah. you know if you listen to people if you acknowledge them uh you know they they tend to become friendly very quickly yeah, it's the same thing with, like, I feel like this is a super, uh, I don't mean to, like, talk bad about humans or, like, draw this. If somebody, like, draw thinks this is, like, a negative parallel to draw, but it's, like, if you ever, uh, I, um, also am a walker. I am the dot walkiest dot lady on Instagram, just to go ahead and give myself Woo! away. I also fucking walk for hours and hours a day. So what numbers do you put up? Down with that. Uh-oh. What are your numbers? Uh, right now, we're at 25,000, or I'm sorry, yeah, 25,877 for this glorious Sunday. Where am I at? What's your average? Uh, anyhow. I'm at 28,106. Ooh. On yeah. average, I'm not that high right now. I also broke my femur last, uh, the same day George Floyd was murdered by the Ooh. police. So uh, we're still recovering from that, so we've been slowed down a little, but... Anyway, I think that was pretty much... No, there's, like, so many things I want to talk to you about, but then I would just fucking uh, over, take over the entire thing, and I don't want to do that to you, so... Well, thanks for calling in. I, Thank you for I, calling. I, I thought myself before I totally carried away. You know, I want to share this with you because I was going to shout it on the shout it out on the show anyways, um, but this person on Twitter, N-A-R-E-C-N-I-T-S-I bow they just have they have bugs bugs bunny and like the the girl outfit is the avatar um they sent me this podcast called solo and it's about a guy that is like single radically single and you know uh does a show for people that find themselves on the other side of a divorce and don't know if they want to have relationships in their life ever again and it, it like debunks some of the science that says like marriage is the key to happiness. And, uh, it, it kind yeah. of, it kind of empowers people to go and be themselves and take advantage of all the opportunities that come from like going your own way. And yeah, it, it's like, I, 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 yeah. I, I don't know if I will find myself in a romantic situation. I, I, I really enjoy spending time with people and letting that erupt into erotic situations. And I don't need to tie it down. Like I, it's, it's just like, it's as it comes, I'm living my life and I feel comfortable where I'm at. So thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed talking to you guys, and yeah, I'll avoid talking any further, but thank you so much for taking my call, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Peace out. All right, take care, bye-bye.
Thanks. Good call. Man, oh, great call. She yeah, like yeah, I I got a, a round of applause. Yeah. I didn't get no applause on that one. It feels good. Yeah. Someone yeah. also called it sometime someone also pointed out my piebald reference from last week, which was nobody gets that, but you know, I appreciate it. The folks that reach out and let me know you heard what I said, you know. Brett yeah. Fam. Brett Fam. Brett Fam. <laughs> All right. We ready to round these out? I think we got enough time. Oh yeah, we're good to go. Thanks for calling Street Fighter. Who are we talking to tonight? You talking to me? Yep. Yeah. You tell we're, us. We're talking to you. Hey. Sorry. Uh, so I'm in the Midwest, and I just wanted to, uh, number one, I love you, Brett. Thanks. Mm, I you appreciate are it. But, uh, uh, I'm normally the drunk guy calling in, so I'm trying not to do that tonight. <laughs> but, I've, I've had a few myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I had, but, yeah. I had a couple eight percenters. So I'm vibing. But it's all good around uh, here. Uh, so sorry for making you wait. We got my shit together, more or less. But I work with the biggest fucking piece of shit I could ever work with. Yeah, we hear that a lot. So I, like, yeah. Uh, no, uh, she's a vet and a former cop and a former, uh, prison guard. Oh my god. Yeah, no, uh. Tough customer. And, uh, literally, if you want to be talked down to, this is the person that would be the person to talk down to you. Do they let you know you don't understand what it's like out in the real world? Yeah, no, uh, she has denied COVID, but also, like, been like, well, everyone's, sorry, everyone's stupid for not getting the vaccine. Like, wow that's the kind of shit that yeah. I'm dealing with. And I'm like, you have no ideology right? Just behind you. You're taking the position of like, I can call people stupid. People that don't wear masks are stupid. People that don't get vaccines are stupid. Everybody is stupid besides me. People that wear masks are in fact stupid, right. according to her. So, yeah. Nah. But it's been rough. I really like the job that I'm doing and all my other coworkers are like around my age range. But this one coworker is fucking insane. And I don't know what to do about it. I mean, I would say like when it comes to a job situation, you have to remember that they're on the same grounds that you are, that you are. So, like, if they're going to blow up and be weird and stuff, like, you can use that against them. Um, but, you know, in this situation... Well, and I've tried to do that, but she's also best friends with a boss. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you're going to have to just work around it. There's no way to... I mean, if they've cemented themselves in that place, they have the worst kind of ideology and attitude in a customer service or work environment. They're going to be, like bootlickers for the boss um i don't know that's tough yeah i appreciate that perhaps 
Yeah. No. Literally the dumbest person I've ever worked with. I mean, once again, I got to say, going back to the last golf, just know that you're a better person. Just, like, go to bed at night and just think, like, I am a better individual than this motherfucker at work. Like, I literally know, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know how I got here, and it all doesn't make any sense, but this fucking piece of shit at work, I know that I'm not that fucked up. That kind of situation sucks, though, because, like, you know that you can't have a blow-up. No. So, you have you're to just kind of... Tread lightly. You know, yeah, you have to right. kind of just be like, well... Like, like thing and- yeah, you just have to be kind of like, well, like- I'm gonna... I'm gonna uh, uh, just let I this person say what they that. want. Tell them to fuck off, and that would be the end of things. Right. But no. It, yeah. I don't know. I mean, again, she's friends with my boss, so she got my spot moved to be right next to her spot. Oh. So, like, every time I fuck up, she just fucking funneled down on me. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, ugh. I don't know. That's not, that sounds like one of those situations you might have to get out of. I it just might be your time. Sometimes you don't want it. To, you know, I learned this with my relationship. Sometimes you don't know it's time to hit the road, but, you know, you got to gather up your shit and get out of here. You know, I don't know that that's really tough. I, I for me. I think that like uh, something that I do know to be true is that humans are a narrative animal and that like we have an internal monologue with ourselves that is like the reality that we go back to 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 reference everything and what's right and true. And that if you can consider this a way to like fuck with that person or make their job difficult. Yeah, I, know. Or, I, I like, do all my best to fuck yeah. around like I mean I listen to street fight so I, I I know the ways to fuck around at work well I mean but, it, yeah that's all you got I mean that's all you got I mean you gotta fuck with them the way that you can alright I all appreciate right. it Brian yeah hey yeah, thanks for calling right. have a good we'll night oh 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 yeah I mean like that's the thing about it is like, you know, the misery that you can sign up for if you're willing to go work with that person, if you're willing to go back to it, just eat it, like just smile, just at least take ownership that like, this is what you're going to do to make your money today is deal with this fucking person. And if that's not going to work for you, like you're going to, cause they seem more permanent at this point, you know, like you're going to have to find something else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you. I mean, I worked with plenty of assholes all like the time. That, I, you know, I, I, I was. I, I'm the favorite. I've been the favorite worker wherever I've been because I don't talk shit. I don't talk back. I don't interject anything. I show up. I have headphones on, and everything that you want to be done is done. Like there, and the, there's nothing else about it. Yeah. When I clock out, that's the end of my shift. I don't think about this place. Yeah. Like after I clock out, I have nothing to do with this world anymore. You know, yeah. if I'm doing a time card system for sure, like it's like, it's over. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Fucking with those people is the best that I've ever been able to do. Yeah. That's kind of it. You just got to figure out a way to get under their skin. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? 
Yo, this is Pat Squatch from the Ozarks, but I'm calling from I-90 somewhere near the Pennsylvania border. All right. Oh, well, the Ozarks is is in the in in Missouri. Like yeah, I'm a Missouri boy. Uh, Missouri is more actually. That's like the the southern pronunciation, but that's like the central part of the state because that's Little Dixie. That's where all the slave the planter class lived in the 1860s. Okay. So, oh, uh, where where I'm at, it's it's Missouri mostly. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the correction. I'm calling at what is it? It's eleven thirty here. I'm calling like just a few hours shy of a hundred hour work week on the clock. I'm like just over halfway to drive into Boston to deliver this project that I've been working on for over a year now. Oh my gosh. Uh to a client who is a rich uh artist who's fairly notable and he gets to take all the credit for it from the end client. Wow. Um, while I did all of the fucking work, including like the design, most of the design work and everything welded on this fucking thing, phone, it's just the fucking, I don't know. But anyway, I took this job like three years ago, absolute dream job, getting to do environmental education stuff, building dioramas and models and, and learning, learning all kinds of cool stuff. And I'm just burned the fuck out, man. What the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck do I do when you just like burned out on your dream job? Oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> You got to take time off if you can. I mean, I know that's hard to do when you're doing what would be considered your dream job. But uh, when I get burned out, I just, I pare back my work. You know, sometimes I get really burned out and I'm like, I'm only going to do the the three shows this week. I'm only going to do just the three street fight shows and then take all the rest of the days off and then, you know, slowly add back to where I'm doing stuff, but I get burned out all the fucking time. And, uh, uh, you know, it's about trying to, to take some of your time back because when a lot of times when you're working for yourself or when you're working a dream job, you basically end up just working all the time. And that's why you got burned out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, this whole thing, I mean, I this last year, it's just you've been, I mean, it's been brutal for fucking everybody, you know, but, like, yeah. I work for, everybody I work with didn't take COVID seriously, so I've just been locked away in my own workspace for this whole time, so I had to handle this whole thing, like, everything we do is collaborative, but this project ended up being me, front to back, pretty much. Yeah, Um well and so, and now they all think I'm a fucking madman because I've just like taken on this hermetic lifestyle, you know, <laughs> locked away down here and it's been fucking ruining my marriage. It's been ruining my health, my mental health, you know, and I finally get to deliver it this week, but I got to like look this guy in the face and work around him for four or five days without like spitting on him or punching him in the fucking mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> my, my advice on this is like, I mean, you, what you're doing is skill building. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too spiteful or, or feel too bad about it. Like, you, you've built a good part of your resume, and you have a lot of knowledge that's come from this. Uh, unfortunately, the project manager does get all the credit. Like, that happens across all job platforms. Um, and I would say that if you've been doing the hundred-hour weeks and like you've shown the drive and dedication to make a big project come off over a few years. Um, and you want to switch it up. I, you know, I would just find a way to utilize those skills that you have now. Like you, you, you just yeah. start looking in different I, sectors. I thought about that, but I'm like, 
I'm like an hour. I work hourly and I work for family. So I can't just like, I'm like, I feel just stuck as fuck, man. I live out in the middle of nowhere because the job is out in the middle of nowhere. So if I took a job somewhere else, I'm driving somewhere. I don't have the tools of the shop space at my place to go solo. But like if, if, Uh, if if, I do need some time off, but yeah, I mean, if the family is the way that you make (laughs) money though, they're going to be in charge on like how you make money. Like uh, you have to just, like take it on, <laughs> um, you know. It sounds. I mean, it, there you, you shouldn't be overextending yourself for sure, um, and, and you probably, if you're going to stay in this, um, you know. For me, I also sometimes put in very long days, and I wish somebody saw them, and they don't, and and nobody knows like some of the ways that I exert myself in an extra way. Like the, the, it'll never be appreciated. Um, but you should at least you, if you want validation and you want, you know, the company to recognize what you're doing, you definitely should say like, you know, I've, I've put in a lot of extra effort. I've been like staying up all night working on this thing, um, and and try to find some sort of, some, some sort of recognition otherwise. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna leverage it into getting off the road. My problem is, is like I'm I'm the guy who is the road dog. You know what I mean? Like I'm the one yeah. with the widest skill set. Yeah. Everybody else is a specialist, and I'm a generalist. So I'm always the one who goes on the road to do all but, the install stuff. But road dogs, road dogs I'm retire. Not, I'm not road good dogs at retire. Anything. Road dogs retire, and then they yeah. have a crew of road dogs that they show how to do the thing. Like you have value. That's that what you, I need. You have value. You <laughs> have information. You have everything to share with other people. So if you can display that, like, I feel like I would be better served staying here and showing other people how to drive other places and make us a ton of money. You know, like that. That's my, a foot. My in the problem door. is, I'm not. I don't have. I'm not good at anything. I'm just like a problem solver. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That's I don't have that yeah, necessarily good. the skills innately, but I, I, I'm, I'm a guy who can like, oh, we're we're fucked. So uh, how do I fix this with limited supplies and limited time? You know, that's actually. But, a I don't good know. Thing. I just wanted to vent, man. I've been. <laughs> it's rough, you know. I was actually riding through Columbus earlier, about eight o'clock, right as I was uh, saw the Columbus uh, skyline. Uh, you guys came on last week's episode. Came on my my. Uh, playlist and I realized it was Sunday night and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to call in and vent. I'm, you know, stressed yeah. out and strung out. These boys don't understand. You're doing the right thing, man. You know, uh, like, the, these type of these type of circumstances only you will ever be able to appreciate, but like, you know the heart and soul you put into it. You saw the person that took the, the credit for it, but like, y- y- like, you have to just be comfortable knowing that you accomplished a lot with this. Right. And just be, and be done with it. Right. Well, and that's, uh, yeah. I mean, just listening, listening in, talking about the existing on a higher vibrational plane and, uh, being the better person and shit like that. That was all very helpful advice. And I want to say, uh, one thing and, uh, like Hank from LA, if you're listening, dude, I'm the biggest mark in the fucking world. I can't step a foot in a new city without getting taken. And I don't ever get to call the cops. And if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so don't don't fucking call the cops if you get scammed. Especially don't call the cops if 
you get away from a scam. So <laughs> right, right. But I thought I thought that was you. You handled that very well, Brett. So also, uh, kudos to that. You guys, do you guys mind if I plug my podcast while I'm on here? Because that's something else I pour a bunch of fucking time on. Go for it, but don't. Here's the thing: don't let them rip you off. Just be like well, nobody no, no, on yeah. the street. Well, I, I just nobody on the street. I always street find can out. I always money. realize that as soon as it happens, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> Here's the thing. Nobody that's just on the regular street, you, you don't owe them any money. <laughs> it's the way I always I, I, think I, of it. This is this is the way I think of it. If you've got a good enough one and you get me, I'm going to fucking pay you. Yeah. Like some dude in New Orleans a couple years ago got me with a shoe shine thing. And I was like, all right, well, fuck. I, I, I like, I got it. Like, you got me. Yeah. You know, it's like, where'd you, I know. It's like, I bet I can guess where you got your boots. Well, I know you can't. Like you got him on your feet. It's like, all right, motherfucker, you got me. Here's thirty bucks, and he shined up my my cowboy boots real nice. So well, you know, that's uh, a service. Hey, but, you got your boots shined. <laughs> but uh, we're I don't know, man. I was, we got a we got a podcast called Hoot and Holler. Uh, we're like regional Ozarks, uh, kind of like trillbillies, kind of. Dirt bags with uh, bleeding hearts kind of deal. We just talk about politics and culture, and we talk about the Ozarks and shit. And if anybody wants to check it out, uh, you can find us everywhere at Hoot and Holler Pod. And I really appreciate y'all taking my call. You guys have a good night. I'm so you, glad I got yeah. through to you here at the end. You too. Have a good night. I love hooting. I love hollering. Uh, I'm a hooter. I'm a hollerer. My, my dad used to always say, Y'all are hooting and hollering like hillbillies at a card game. Like, that's when he was real mad. We were being too loud. He would sometimes hit us with that one. I love to hoot. Classic. I love to holler. And Last call. We made it in time. And uh, appreciate all everybody that's called in so far. You're all so wonderful. Let's do this. Let's get this call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, guys. This is Bobby. How are you? What's up, up, Bobby? Bobby? How you doing? Hey, I'm just hanging out on a Sunday night. The last caller as usual. Hell yeah. Good work. Hey, you know, we love to be the last caller. <laughs> Someone has to be. Yeah, they do. Every week, there has to be one last caller. <laughs> so, um, literally everyone before me has touched on something that I wanted to talk about. Perfect. Um, Waffle talked about the incompetent policing. Uh-huh. And... So I, you know, I work at a store, we sell alcohol and cigarettes and the one morning I'm opening up, whatever, no big deal. And a motorcycle cop rolls up and I'm like, regular cops I don't care about, but like motorcycle cops for some reason, like are scary as shit to me. Sure. They have a they have a uniform. They have the leather gloves and boots and stuff. They seem like way more like um, uh, shock trooper. Yeah, and like you know, they wear sunglasses and the big helmet and shit. Like it's you know, so he rolls up and parks, and I'm like, oh, he's doing like a speed trap in front of our store. I don't, you know, whatever. Uh huh. But he he walks in. And he's like, he goes, oh, I. I had this thing from the LCB, like apparently someone sold like cigarettes to an underage person, but like they didn't give us any description. Okay. So they were just looking for someone to like say I'm guilty of a crime. Like, 
I, maybe, but it sounded like he didn't really even care. It was so weird. Yeah, I mean, but but it is like, what are you supposed to say? Oh, yeah, I did actually. Oh, now that you mentioned that, yeah, I sold cigarettes to a minor. I was meaning to call you about that. <laughs> like, I was literally like, he gave me like a description of someone. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like everyone who works here. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't, I don't know like, what... I don't know what they're trying to get. I don't know. I guess you're fishing, like I said, for someone to just put their hands together and get cuffed up. Yeah, like, what, are you going to drag me across the front counter? I mean, that's fine, but whatever. Sure. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I was like, he, he said it was like a, someone like 26 to 40 years old. I'm like, yeah, that's literally everyone who, I told him, like, that's everyone who works here. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a very odd interaction. Like, very just like, okay, I don't really care, but, you know, go on your day. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, yeah. And go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I had a oh, major spill. Uh, people in the chat saw it. I spilled uh, water. So I was, I'm chasing it down. <laughs> so I'm sorry if I see yeah, like. I, I, I'm looking. There's. There's one empty seat right now that I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, Brett had to run out, and I've been fucking around with this water. So, it we're we're oh, we're shit, that we're lost. You know, we're really we're we're falling apart here at the end of the show. Oh no! Yeah, the wheels are falling um, off. Ah, uh, all right. Let me try to make this more uh, quick for you guys, so you can wrap wrap that up. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Um. <laughs> so someone also or um when you guys mentioned like uh next door yes brett is um, on next door which, such a fun, which i love too i go on next door all the time it's, it's so funny man um so in my area we have um for the speed limit we have things that are painted on the road like 25 miles an hour and there was one post where some lady was like um what gang is MPH twenty five? No fucking way. For real? Yeah. Well, I mean, Dude, they I do. Could... They do think that. I mean, the thing I get when I go on next door more than anything is people that think people think there are a lot more gangs <laughs> than than oh, yeah. there actually are. I mean, like, I think there are people who think that like. There is a gang running their neighborhood, like every neighborhood in the city or every street. Like, I'm sure there are people that go on next door regularly that are like, uh, I wonder whose turf my street is, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, we're like, it, I think if I remember correctly, like this area was literally right next to the police station. Yeah. So I'm like, what do you like? I'm like, what is your thought process? And someone's like, oh, do you mean like the speed limit that, that's supposed to be like the school zone thing? Like, oh, it's so funny. I have a screenshot of it. I might, I'll look it up and send it to you guys. Yeah, send that. That's really fucking funny. It is so wild. Very I, good. I read a next door thing on the show a couple weeks ago where this person was like, these fucking, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of uh, cigarette butts some Tide Pods and uh, uh, some beer cans out 
in front of my house, I'm kind of worried about what's been going on outside. And it's like, somebody just cleaned their car out in front of your house, dude. Don't fucking stress, okay? <laughs> yeah, we don't even investigate that. Yeah, this is not an investigation. Somebody dumped all the trash out of their car. And you know what? When you live in the city, people do that. Yeah. That's just part of life in the city. Because, you know, people are still selfish and awful. And we will do we just all do things, you know? Yeah. I don't throw my trash on the ground, but I will use your trash cans. And architects hate. That's one weird trick that architects hate. Well, the theme of the show really is that, like, I, the yeah. world is oriented in a way that I know why people don't have the time to not do anything besides just throw their trash on the side of the road when they're done. With yeah, it. and I mean, some people just do it because they're assholes. I mean, that is a real asshole. Mostly that's but an they're asshole hurting. move. Yeah, I know. It's all hurting people. Sure, I guess. I mean, th- you can also pull up to a car wash and and dump your trash. You're a cop, man. I'm not a cop. I'm you just saying there are some things that we have to start doing. Yeah, you're a real rules guy. You're about to take a whole fucking uh, pickup truck full of cardboard and throw it on somebody else's front step hey he didn't involve the cops so (laughs) if you want to do that hey you know if we're all gonna fucking getting up each up in each other's grill without getting the cops involved i'm 100 percent okay with that okay you know all right i mean architect didn't do nothing wrong he (laughs) called the cops and we all end up you know sometimes living on on this planet living in a society as the joker says um, we all have to like, we're all going to bump up against each other sometimes. And yeah. I'm totally fucking okay with people bumping into each other. I also, I mean, if you dump your trash in my front yard, it's like, I don't, I'm not going to fucking call the cops or anything like yeah. that. It's just like, bro, let, let's not do that. You know, let's be nice yeah. to each other. You know, we do have to expect some amount of decorum from people. Sure. I guess, in a way. I'm not like Aaron Sorkin decorum. Like, don't throw your trash in my front yard <laughs> decorum. It's the yeah. most minimal like, amount, you know? Yeah, that, that sort of reminded me so much of the place I used to live at. Um, so, like, I, you know, I used to get, like, drunk all the time or whatever. We all... You know, that's what we do. (laughs) Currently doing that. (laughs) So, like, yeah, I'm I'm drinking something right now, but I would only drink Rolling Rock because it was, like, the cheapest thing. It was pretty good. Yeah. And I remember the one time the business who had their dumpsters right at the bottom of the steps. So I just, like, opened it up and tossed the the case in. Uh Uh-huh. I woke up the one morning, and, and all I hear is, like, oh, we had to find Mr. Rolling Rock. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, what is this? <laughs> I woke you up got and a I nickname. And like, I, I did, yeah. And then I was like, you know, I like listened to it. And then eventually they called like the maintenance man for the building in. Because they had to figure out what to do with all the rolling rock cases. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, you just all you can do is adjust, you know? You just change the thing. And now you can go into any club in town and say, hey, I'm Mr. Rock. Rolling Rock. They know me. I, I changed my name in the group chat to that for a while. And, like no, like, no one else understood it. It was very good. 
Well, I'm glad you got a name. I, I pre Rolling Rock was a bold choice. It was also like a sophisticated choice in my younger days. So I appreciate that. The green bottles meant that you had to get it now because it was going to go bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it used to be my go-to at the one bar I go to all the time, or used to go to all the time. And, you know, it kind of translated well, I guess. I'm a Rolling yeah. Rock man. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in, Rolling Rock, <laughs> Mr. Rolling thanks Rock. Thanks for calling in, Mr. Rolling Rock. Uh, uh, have a good thanks. evening. You too. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, hey. Appreciate it. Anytime. All right. It's Great calling show. Uh, time to we're, go home and twitch for the rest of the night. We're a little early. Uh, let's do some mail stuff. Mail time. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail! All right. P.O. Box 82306, Columbus, Ohio. This one comes from Shoop. Shoop JPG. If you've, you've seen them on Twitch. I want to shoot. Also, I'm a knife guy as well, just so you know. I've got my trusty box cutter. You can take down an airplane with one of these things. You don't need nothing else. That is else. true. You can take down an airplane and two skyscrapers with one of those things. All right, we got... And Building 7, even though, you know, there's a lot of uh, controversy Ooh. surrounding that. Uh, the 33 and a third Pretty Hate Machine. Oh, oh. I love the 33 and a third books. I will read that. That's a good one. This is... This is addressed to both of us. There's also something here. That's probably mine, the book. Oh, it's a print of something. I'm known as a reader. Intense. It looks intense. Well, what we're getting that? a new studio, so we'll need prints. Oh, it's police fighting. Each other? No. Just police violence. Oh, okay. Yeah, Just a go in the, uh, that can go in the studio, man. The new studio. All right, let's get in here. We got a little, oh, one of these good envelopes that has the, the string that wraps around. Oh, I like those. I do That's like those. some 18th century ass shit. Oh, it's a big long letter. Oh, I, okay, I can't read this. This is a lot. Well, thank you, Adam, for, for calling, for writing in, sending us stuff. This is a lot of stuff here. I can't read. On to the next one. This one is from Dylan. Dylan sent us candy. Oh, I can't. I'm off candy, but let me take a look at it. These are, I don't know what these are. I might be back on candy. It says Tori Howard on them. What Tory is Tori Howard. Howard candy? Here, here they come. Sorry. It's hard candy. It's looks like it's pear, donju pear and cinnamon. It's it, try it, Brett. It says, "What's up, dudes? Y'all's podcast helped get me through lockdown, so I made this patch for you. Please don't sue me for using your logo. For using your logo, I am only I only have a poor dad. You right. can use our logo, but you cannot use our Legos. Two. Oh, this one's cool. So there's a Street Fight logo leather stain leather patch, and then there's also a really cool flower. Okay, one. right Which on. I probably use the flower one." Let me try the candy. Not the Street Fight one. He'll tell the Street Fight one. This is one I Oh, blood orange and honey. All right. Oh, so these are my right man. kind of flavors. This is not old school at all. Blood orange and honey is. Oh, you thought it was old school flavors like black licorice or chicken? Yeah. Yeah. I was looking for like a bouillon cube. <laughs> yeah. 
I was looking for I was looking for like a a a a, a, a yakberry, something like that just is disgusting. This is some onion candy. That's what they love kids loved onions back hey, in the depression. I'll take a red bean. I like red bean candy. Gross. That's the way to my heart really is red bean and green tea candy. You mean like Boston baked beans? Oh, I like those too. Mm. They're a treat. I don't think anybody likes those, but yeah. Hey, peanuts on their own, they're a hit. They're fucking fireworks. <laughs> peanuts are a hit. I will agree with you. Peanuts are a Center huge hit. Center stage. <laughs> oh my gosh. We can't I can't get enough of them. I live I mean, my life with by peanuts. Cashews are Okay. I, I like cashews better, but I mean they just throw nuts out there, period. Unless it's like pecans. Right. Which but are I, good in stuff, but here's not the thing. alone. Peanut basic. You can step up to a macadamia. You can step up to a cashew, walnut, whatever it may be. Yeah. But then you take a regular old peanut, you wrap it with that weird-ass red shit that they put on it for Boston What is that? I'm looking up the flavor now. I'm looking up what that flavor is. This one, I know what it is. This is from our good buddy, Aubrey Sitterson. Oh, is it? Oh. Is it Beef Bros? It's Beef Bros. Oh, I'll look at that. I bought the retailer pack. Oh, so we can sell some? Yeah, so if you had to or store... give some away. No, if you had to store it at streetfightradio.com, oh. you can buy them. Or I'll send them. We can send them to people. We're selling too. beef, bros. I'd actually like to take one of those to my house. Maybe we'll send them to the people that called in tonight. I'd like to take one to my house and have. The beef bros. Great comic. I love I love uh, Aubrey. We love Aubrey. He's a sweet, sweet man. Yeah, and everything that he does. And, uh, you know. What flavor... Hold on, before we get off, because we can't leave with that, uh, uh, what's the word, with that teaser. The candy's good. I mean, I like hard candy, Boston. especially when it has a generic-ass name of just hard candy. This is perfect. Um, it softens up, and then you bite into it. It's kind of got that creamy center. That's what I like about hard candy is the softness when you break into the crust. And uh, this delivers on that. Okay, so the bean... Blood orange is a good flavor. The Boston Baked Beans candies... Oh, my God. There's They don't have... First of all, the nuts aren't roasted. Okay. That's something I've learned. I can deal with that. Um, I do raw nuts all the time. I know, but it's just an odd thing. Uh, the fresh... T- it says it's earthy? I don't know. I think Boston Baked Beans are just... Red. It tastes like red. Like the good I'm red stuff. Red sugar. Yeah, it says they just taste like... I guess it's just sugary fucking nuts. Okay, then this is the next one I got here. What is the name of this again? Oh, oh, it says... Uh, Tories uh, and Howard. I got the lime. I'm trying the lime. Yeah, I mean... Chorizo and lime. No, I have the lime. Just regular lime. Oh, chorizo and lime would be good, though. It's a good switch up. Uh, yeah, Boston Baked Beans... I. It's kind of like candy apples. What is candy apples flavor? It's just like colored sugar. It's just extra oomph. You know, this is a, this is the only reason that I got divorced was because I used to say that sometimes sugar or sometimes fruit needed a little bit of extra help. Yeah. And I always get in an argument with Erica about it. But like sometimes this this fruit doesn't deliver. An apple is not fucking sweet, but if you dip it in this red ass sugar and all of a sudden like it opens up these new flavor avenues that didn't exist before. Yeah. Same yeah, with the peanut. You got a regular ass unroasted peanut. You just dug that up out of the ground. Now you got to cover it in red sugar to really make it center stage. Yeah, they're just candy coated. All right, that's the show. 
Yeah. Man, unlocking the secrets of the world right at the end of the show. That's what we do. Thanks for listening to Street Fight Radio. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday to yell at each other's faces without any sort of interruptions from listeners. And Thursday. And Thursday, we're doing the D&D show this Thursday. We're raising money for Mass Ohio again. They provide safe injection supplies, food, comfort to people on the streets. They're totally about it, about it. They're, they're anarchists as fuck. They're not you know, a, a political organization that is doing nonprofit shit. They're, they're on the ground. So we're raising money for Mass Ohio. Next Thursday, we're going to play D&D. Uh, Dave Davenport, my tattoo artist out in L.A. and longtime listener and big-time uh, artistic influence and creator for the Street Fight posters that you may have seen. He drew our D&D characters. Uh, those are coming out. I shared some of them on Instagram, but... Uh, he did an amazing job, and I'll be sharing more of those. So look forward to that. You can find us on social media. We're Street Fight WCRS on every single platform except for Twitch, where we're twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio. Uh, we're getting bigger and better, spreading this mess across the U.S., and we're so blessed that all of you join us on this journey. And I hope you come back next week. We're Street Fight. Peace. <laughs>